Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. We have a one-shot that we have run a number of times before, Magnum Opus. It was written by Matt Ryan and Noah Lloyd, and it's available from the Reckoning of the Dead website. I'm your host, and this is the version number five. That being said, let's begin our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> His name is Arnold Spiegler. He's a 40-something comic book artist living in a small apartment in the sunny seaside city of San Damiel, California. Despite having dedicated over 20 years of his life to drawing, Arnie has never amounted to much. The majority of people have no idea who he is. However, he does have a small but loyal fan base, mostly in the underground comic book world. This makes him more approachable even if he is moody, most of his friends think that he is on the verge of throwing in the towel uh, so many years without recognition. But things may be changing. Rumor has it that a few weeks ago, he began working on something special, something that he has been calling his magnum opus. No one has seen it. He won't show it to anyone, not until it's finished. But he has been working feverishly, almost nonstop for weeks. Busy, busy. He's always busy. Even, uh, even so, if he stays in seclusion too long, people will start to forget him. So his manager has scheduled some exposure. He has a comic book signing starting at 11 a.m. over at Metropolis Books. His friends are there waiting for him to show up. But it's already 10 past. <clears throat> the bookstore manager uh, approaches them. Guys, uh, what's up? Uh, you're his friends. Where's Arnie? Well, I don't know. You tell me. Well, he's supposed to be here. He should have been here half an hour ago. People are, I mean, not a lot of people, but people are here. I mean, Let I, me see uh, if he's checked in on AAA. And I pull out my phone and start looking. Wasn't his oh, agent yeah. Didn't agent say he'd like try to make sure he showed up? Well, I mean, I run this. He's supposed to be here. Yeah. Um, Usually he shows up, even if he's not. Usually, sometimes he doesn't do the signings, but at least he shows up. You know, you well, guys, you guys, you guys are his friends, right? You guys know where he lives. I think. Oh I yeah, know. yeah. I'm I real think, close I don't think he's there. moved in the last two years. Because I well, I heard that it's just like just around the corner. Uh, just around the corner from here? Yeah. It's like down the street in like second floor apartment. It's over on uh, Cardinal Avenue. Um, yeah, if if he doesn't show up in the next 15 minutes or so, you guys know where he lives. Why don't you go over and see what he's, you know, maybe he forgot. Uh, maybe. Hopefully he's not one of his. Yeah, let's episodes. go visit him, Marcus. Come on. What do you All guys right, know? Right. He hasn't checked in on AAA, so... What do you guys I mean, don't worry about? I mean, he stopped checking on that like two years ago. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's there. He's just, he just, you don't know his, his account. He has been holed up an awful lot lately. He hasn't been going out much. I mean. Come on, let's go. We've yeah, been there before. Come on. It's been like two years, but fair, yeah, fair enough. I don't think you mind too much. I really want to get my copy of Cyber Bimbos from Outer Space signed. I mean, I got edition one. I thought he wanted to forget. Oh my God, dude, come on. We talked about this. He wanted to forget he wrote that. First, I already, got, I already got a signed copy, so. Oh, well, la-di-da. 
By the way, Marcus, uh, you still offering up that uh, copy edition one machine man. No, I got 300 bucks in here with your name on it. He's only 500 last time. No. <laughs> Guys, Come I, on. I, I think some of the let's, people let's are go, Marcus. Come on, let's go. Let's, let's go. go. All right. So you, uh, you start down the street. Um, he's not that far away. You, uh, you walk down, um, to, uh, Cardinal Avenue and, uh, you're, you're on main street, by the way. Uh, you walk down main street to Cardinal Avenue. You take a turn. Uh, there is a, uh, five story high, uh, apartment building kind of, uh, it's, it's not really run down. San Demiel is a fairly new city. Um, but it's not high pricey or anything like that. So, uh, you go inside. Well, you you get to the front door. There is a doorman. Um, you some of you may have met him before. Uh, uh, his name is James Goldberg, and he's there. He's not really dressed in a fancy. It's not a fancy building, so he's not in a fancy uniform. But he's just kind of make sure that people coming in and out. And he says, uh, "What's up, guys? What do you need, Jimmy?" Hey, where did you see uh, Arnie? He's like, he was supposed to show up for an event like a few minutes ago. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, well, go on up. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, James. Nice. By the way, Jimmy, you still owe me for throwing up in the Chili's urinal. I had to clean that out for like a solid 30 minutes. It was disgusting. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm sure you don't. Garen, you should have watered down those margaritas <clears throat> for everybody else. Oh, come on. You can fit 10 shots in one of those glasses. Come on, guys. We're about to meet Arnie Spiegler. Let's try to... Oh, you haven't met him before? <clears throat> I've been uh, here before, man. This sure, is... uh, I, I have, yes. We're, we're quite oh, close. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. He's so, on the third, fourth floor? I don't remember. He's on the fifth floor. On the highest, on the top floor. Um, about... About halfway up the stairs, there's no elevator. Um, oh, damn. About halfway up the stairs, uh, there's an older woman. Uh, she's carrying um, a bag full of groceries. Um, she must have, you might have seen her going into the building way up ahead of you. She's heading towards her apartment. Uh, uh, and as you guys say, you know, sort of thunder past her going up the stairs. Uh, she's like, be careful on those stairs. They're dangerous. We'll try. Just yell back. What, what floor are you going to, man? Hey, yeah. Oh, I'm all right. right. This is the floor that I'm on. Oh, okay. Well, you have a good day now. And she, nice you see her walk over towards that room. Um, so, you get up to the fifth floor. There's maybe five apartments in this one on this one floor. Uh, you go up to uh, Spiegler's door, which is apartment 3G, and um, I'm sorry, 5G, and uh, you're in front of the door. What do you guys do? I'll knock. Can't believe I'm about to about to talk to Mr. Arnie Spiegler. Is there a doorbell or anything? You knock. There's no no. There's it's, it's, no 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 doorbell. Yeah. There is a. Uh, Little spy hole. Um, you knock on the door. There's, there's nothing. I want to actually. I want to. I want to pull up my phone 
I want to check the messenger and see if the last time Arnie, I guess, signed on to his computer. Like last time he actually opened his messenger, because usually he tells you that of like the last time he was actually he was like. It's well, been we should like have checked days. with James to make sure he was here. The last um last time that Arnie was online was about two weeks ago, when he was talking about having a brilliant inspiration and he's going to throw himself into his work. I mean, I did. I tried to left him alone. So I didn't think about it till today. Oh yeah, Damn. he's been totally heads down. He's stayed out of the big blue room for for quite a while now. Wow, genius at work in here. Maybe he's uh, maybe he's got us struck by inspiration. Yeah, he might have lost himself in his work and totally lost track of time. Oh, let's see if he has any food left. Maybe we can make a grab some food. Let's see if he's okay. Hey, Arnie, it's Joey. You in there? Joey, um, you knock on the door a second time. Maybe a little harder this time. And uh, you hear something. It sounds like uh, it sounds like maybe a glass falling or or something. And then quietly at first, you hear uh, you hear Arnie. I don't are you you know have you you've met Arnie? Mm-hmm. Um, you hear Arnie yell out and he yells out, he says, Oh God, there's no more room. No more room. Doesn't and uh, then you hear something else crashing and and falling. You all right in there, buddy? <clears throat> we should go in and help. And I'll check the door up. Is it is it locked? It's locked. Oh my god, uh, Arnie, you're late for a show. You uh, you hear something else fall? No, God, it's it's just too much. And he, well, he screams a little. Hey, uh, someone, uh, I'll run, someone run back. Uh, who's the best runner? Because someone run back down so we grab a key. Come on, we're going to open this door. No, well, honey, let us in. Right. Who yeah. would have a key? The, door, the doorman. Uh, I can, doorman. Doorman wouldn't have a key. Barrier. Okay. Maintenance, no maintenance, yeah. I could, I could smash in the door. I'm, I'm pretty strong, dude. All right, let me help you. Go ahead. Oh, look, this is okay. just like in Machine Man Volume 5 from the Cyber. I Cop, take out right? my phone and start recording. G-Man's house. All right. So, uh, Garen, uh, and I'll I'll tackle Marcus is trying to try to do it too. All right. Go ahead. I passed. passed. All right. Uh, the door flies open. You smash it open. Uh, it breaks the little, uh, little spot on it. Um, what you see is a room. Uh, those of you who've seen it before, it's pretty much the same. Uh, he's an artist. There is art. There are art supplies everywhere. Uh, there are glasses with, uh, you know, black water in them where he's dipped his brushes and cleaned and there's stains all over everything. He's got a large blue couch. Um, he's got, uh, superhero posters all over the walls. Uh, he's got a little kitchenette. Um, there are boxes and packages here and there that look like they came from Amazon. Um, and there is a large uh what do you call it like a drawing table over near the window and uh there's a you know door going into a bathroom and a bedroom um arnie's not there Ar- arnie you help? in here uh mr spiegler we're here to help you arnie mutt's no here come on out he was just in here you all uh, right arnie 
what's the layout of his apartment? Is it like a bathroom, a living room, like a kitchenette? Like a yeah, living room, kitchenette, uh, bedroom, bathroom. Okay, I'll step, I'll step a few feet more. Where does he do his art? Uh, with on the big drawing table. In the living room. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay, near the window where there's good light. Uh, That's where I head. Okay. Yeah, just look inside. It's like Arnie. You can see there are various things that he's been working on, including a rather large folio book um, that's uh, I'm continuing to record it. Okay. Um, Hey, Joe, you do notice a broken glass uh, just just outside the kitchenette. Uh, It must have just broken because the water in it is on the carpet. Making so Joey, let's insane. go. Let's go check out his bedroom. Make sure he's okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, this sounds like Mr. Spiegel. Are you there? What? Get to his uh, bedroom. Uh, the door is closed. I'm gonna knock. Hey, Arnie, are you in there? You're right. There's no response. I'll try the door. It's not locked. Okay. Yeah. Open it. Uh, you open it up. Um, it looks like, I mean, it's just a bedroom, but it looks like all of the uh, bed sheets are heaped together towards the bottom. The pillows are kind of in disarray. Um, there's smells from the bathroom, from the, from the room, you know, that just sort of smell like he hasn't washed his sheets or anything in a while. Uh, his closet is half open. Uh, there are clothes piled on the floor uh, instead of in the... He's got a hamper, but half the clothes are on the floor. He hasn't... looks like he hasn't been sleeping at all, and he hasn't left his apartment in two weeks, which is... Damn. Uh, but, but he's not is? there. Yeah. And I assume well, there's exterior, exterior windows? Yes, I there think, are. And there is like a, a fire, fire escape. A fire escape. I want to I wanna check the windows. Are they locked or are they open? The windows are locked. With well, the, the kind, the kind where it's got the little latch that you know hooks in. You can tell if they're opened, yeah. Where can guys? We just we just heard him a minute ago, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Bathroom. Is he all right? He's got to be in the bathroom. That's the only place we haven't looked. Uh, door to the bathroom is closed, but it's not locked. Uh, make sure you're decent, Arnie. I'm gonna open it up. Arnie, are you indisposed? There is nobody in the bathroom. What the hell? Sorry, there were like a, there was a second glass that earlier broke. So where did that sound come from? I want to flip through his folio. What kind of art was he doing? Where I'm already he... there, flipping through, taking pictures, so I can read it later. Is Arnie Spiegel hiding from us? We'll get back to you. Okay, so you're standing in the room. Uh, Crunchy and uh, Harold. Crunchy's there first. He's opened up the folio, and uh, Harold comes up behind him. Uh, what are the other three of you doing? I was trying to find where that other glass that fell down because there was a second glass sound. I think I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna maybe go into the kitchen, see what's going on in there." There are some. There is a an end table uh, that is also knocked over. Maybe it was a lamp that, uh, that made that second crashing noise. Um, it looks like as, as you, as you look at the scene overall, 
as if there were a struggle, um, specifically between like the kitchen and the uh, and the living room. Yeah, well, it sounded like there was one, but there's nowhere Annie could have gone. Unless it's like, yeah, it's like he vanished, or it's like never. Well, like take on me. <laughs> I would like the three, the, you, the three of you guys to do a spot hidden. Let's see. What's an 08 for me? That's an extreme, actually. Okay. 95. Setting on the table is a, a box from Amazon. Uh, it, uh, it has been opened. Uh, it, but it looks like it was opened a while ago. There is some, uh, you call it sort of crepe paper uh, inside of it. And sitting in the middle of it is what looks like a ceramic disc. Uh, it looks like this. It's about, oh, 10 inches across. Dude, that looks like HR Geiger. I'm a huge fan. You know, taking yeah, it looks like some. It looks like something out of Hellboy. Like that. Yeah. That looks like some kind of weird What's artifact thing. Stuff all over it. It's probably like an alien bathtub plug. That's uh, if you're looking exact. at it closely, do you have um, history or languages or something like history. that? Yeah, go ahead and roll that. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, it's a pass. When you look at it really closely, it looks like it's covered in cuneiform. Okay, so uh, it looks like it's covered in uh, old writing from, like, you know, the Babylonian times. I, I don't think it's, obviously, it's not an original from back then, but uh, so yeah, it feels it, it, if you if you're picking it up and looking at it, it definitely feels like it's maybe made out of ceramic, like clay, maybe and then it's like, glazed blue. Do you think it's like a handmade copy of like some old ancient relic thing? Could yeah, they they used to write like uh you know like Gilgamesh. Have you ever heard of Gilgamesh? I, everyone knows Gilgamesh. <laughs> yeah, there that, that's like what it was written on. You know, most most of the ones that exist today are like uh, they're just they're just old like writing practice that the nobles used to do. Sometimes they were just uh, I think shipping forms. Oddly enough, yeah, it's not like this like some occult shit or whatever. It's just you know maybe in his latest book he was writing about something like this, and this is just something that he was gaining inspiration from. What's yeah. odd though is that it looked like he just opened the box. And then just left it sitting there. It's not like he took it out of the box or I probably mm. propped it up anywhere. Or it looks like he looked at it, and I guess wasn't it also doesn't satisfied. look like anything you've seen in a comic book. You know, you oh, thought yeah. maybe it's a comic book prop of some kind, but doesn't doesn't ring a bell to any of you. I read enough like <clears throat> Colt. I read like enough following, like what was that saying? Oh, there's no more room for what? I mean, this is a tiny apartment, but. Yeah, was he? What, what, yeah, what was he drawing? 
Hey, so Crunchy, Crunchy, drawing? Crunchy and Harold, uh, you've opened up the book and uh, you're kind of shocked at first uh, because it's not really in uh, Arnie's style. I mean, there's definitely, it's his pen work. It's definitely, a, a, you can tell that he did it, but it's this bizarre, fabulous sort of over over like arching pages of strange architecture and and uh, uh, forests of weird plants and like it's some sort of uh, I don't know ancient past or or something that he's trying to convey it's it's pretty damn good it's visually stunning the colors are vibrant and uh and the more you look at it, the more you see little details in it that are uh, brilliant. It's layer upon layer of uh, of details. Uh, this obviously must be the thing he's been working on, this magnum opus of his. And you're thinking that you know, if this is once this is published, this will this will might even change the comic book world, like you know other graphic novels have it's more of a graphic novel you'd say than anything else and my uh, god this is such a change it's like when when bill singovitz went from his cartoony style into his new mutants era and just to from out, we're the we're quite likely we're the first first people to see his to see this work i'm so happy to be sharing this with you uh, Harold. Yeah, guys what, hey where is he drawing like Okay, so uh, Marcus is walking over to where you guys are and looking as well. Harold and Joey, what are you doing? Well, I took a quick, quick pass through the kitchen, but when they started talking about this new work, I'm kind of curious. I okay. want to be one of the first. Gonna, well, they're kind of crowded around it, so you'll, you'll, you can Crunchy, wait make sure for If you're taking pictures I, of this, don't share these. <laughs> I'd, I'd like Joey and Harold to do... Um, Spot hidden rules. You mean Garen or no, Harold and Joey? Okay. Uh, I got success. I didn't. Okay. So, Joey, you are curious, so you're kind of focusing your attention over towards uh, uh, the guys looking at the book, Harold. Um, you're sort of semi in the kitchen and uh, on your way out of the kitchen, back into the room. <clears throat> There's a bowl of fruit that is sitting on the edge of the counter. It looks like Arnie likes bananas and he likes apples because there's bananas and apples. They're, they're fine. They're not, they're not rotting. But when you look at them, your first impression is that something's wrong. Um, especially with the apple, uh, you, you look at the apple and there's something wrong with its color. At first you think, is it, is it rotting? Um, but the more you look at the apple and the banana, the more gray they seem to look instead of yellow and red. And that's when you start to look around the room. 
and notice that the posters, first you think, well, they're older than you thought they were, but you know those are new posters. And then you realize that the color seems to be going out of them. Or, or you recall that sometimes just before you black out, as your brain is shutting down, it seems like all the color bleeds out of the world. And you're having that feeling now, though you're not getting dizzy. Harold, do. what are you doing in the kitchen? If you're hungry, we'll go get jalapeno poppers or chilies with Garen after this. Uh, Joey, as you look back and say that to him, you notice that he's staring intently at the apple. Well, what are you going to do? Eat Arnie's food? I'm going to go over there with him. Yeah, and that apple doesn't look good to you either. It's almost gray. What is this, fake fruit? In fact, Harold's shirt is turning gray as well. Um, you're not sure that you're not passing out, you know. You don't huh? feel dizzy. There but... must have been something in that margarita. What? Uh, the, the other three of you, you hear this bit of commotion, and uh, Harold, it sounds like Harold and Joey are, are becoming ill, maybe, or something. What do you guys want to do? Hey, what's wrong, Joey, man? I uh, mean, those, those jalapeno poppers, they were only one day past expired. It said used by, not, you know. Well, yeah, I'm, my eyes must be doing something fucky, because... I mean, I swear, I mean, I, Harold was wearing a really vibrant colored shirt, but I guess it was. Well, look at my jacket. It's bright red, man. But right? it's not. It's turning When he gray. says that, do we all? What the start, Yeah, you all, you all start looking at your shirts. <laughs> you notice that Arnie's bright blue couch is no longer blue. It's gray. Um, uh... <laughs> Everything around you seems to be turning into shades of gray. The wallpaper. So the guys, I've never heard of. I don't never seen that series like called Pleasantville, where it's. I think it's that's what it was called. It was like something where it's like. I, I feel like we're bleed. Um, okay, this sounds bullshit and stupid, but are we fading into like a grayscale place or something? Because like my phone still works. What the fuck? Your phone is also blood, gray. Guys. But it's we're all at blood. least we're not we're not back in Pleasantville. My phone's still working, even though it's all grayscale. Actually, the screen oh. of your phone has turned black. Uh oh. It's, um, like, it's like we're being... I hope that's saved to the cloud. What is when this? you when you when you when your eyes glance out the window, everything out there seems to be gray as well. And that's when you turn and notice that the book is no longer on the drawing table. It I'm seems to have vanished. Who grabbed the book? Uh, who, took the, who took the book? Hey, I didn't touch it. It doesn't belong to any of us. It belongs to Mr. Spiegler. No one here is carrying a bag, so like it'd be obvious someone was holding it. Can Joey go back out into the hallway of the apartment? Sure. I think sure. I need some fresh air. I'd... I'm going to open the window. Okay. What does it look like outside? Do we see the city? Who is opening the window? I am. Okay. Uh, crunchy mud. Crunchy. crunchy mud. When you go over to the window and you throw it open, 
you are momentarily a little bit dizzy uh, because the sort of depth perception that you would imagine that you would have from being on the fifth floor window seems to have vanished. Everything outside is in uh, gray scale, black and white. And when you look at the cityscape, buildings that you know very well, the Crocker building is right over there. The Crocker building is just a large black slab. Uh, it has a sprinkling of windows towards the base, but the rest of it is just solid going up into the sky. Uh, steeples that you know are part of churches maybe a mile away are just black silhouettes and the only thing that really has detail is anything that's closer but it's all in grayscale the street down below is just a you know, gray line uh and there are no cars in fact you don't see any people down there either so, this is like being in cerebus aardvark no, this is, just like, this is just like the Thor movie. Thor got transferred to the Shadow Realm or the Mirror Realm, whatever it was. It was all black and white, grayscale, just like this. Yeah, um, but that's not comics, man. The hallway outside the is the same. Um, uh, in, in fact, Joey, you start to notice something else, too, and that's that not only is it in grayscale, but a lot of details are missing. Like, there's kind of an old striped wallpaper that's in the hallway and right near Spiegler's door the stripes are still there black and white but as it goes into the corners of the room it fades to nothing as if uh, you can't explain it it's or it's like, like details that are farther away from point. you it's it's not done hey um there... I, I'm gonna look at the. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at. I like. I'm, I'm taking this in, and I'm just like. I have to. I'm having a weird idea in my head. It's like so. Uh, does the kitchen have a blender? Does he have a blender? Yeah. Does he have a blender? Or just like a various. Does he have just like a various appliance that isn't yeah, do like a luck roll. Do right a into luck. the wall. Keep your hand away from that thing, man. Oh no, not that. <laughs> I more just is it just is a random appliance that isn't the fridge. Yeah, there's plants, they're sure. Marcus, now's not the time to make another margarita. Okay, I think now is so time, not a, time not a blender. to make another margarita. <laughs> Guys, I, I don't like this. 52 I don't or 50, like this at all. That was Joey, have, was, was Joey a random appliance? Apartment? What's that? Was Joey able to leave the apartment? Yeah, yeah, he walked out into the hallway and he's noticed that some of the details are missing. I, I, I failed. Um, just does he have any random appliance? I'm just checking something. Sure. Yeah, there's a coffee maker, things like that. I'm just all right. So I'm just like taking out the mug and I just want to like look at the innards to see if like there's any detail to the innards of the coffee maker at all. None. Okay. Yeah. So weird. Okay. 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 Oh fucking hell. Oh no. Okay. Guys, this sounds really crazy. But as I put the cuff back in the coffee maker, uh so, um, I think we're in panels of a comic because there's no detail that an artist would not draw to show depth and detail because you would never, wouldn't, there won't be, I don't, I doubt we're going to find guns because guns are hard to draw. I don't think about cars, cars are hard to draw mechanism wise. There's probably like people are hard. Sometimes two hands are probably weird too. Hands are probably weird. 
I think we're in some weird drawing space, and I I know that sounds crazy, but um, man, I, I don't know how else to describe what the fuck we're doing well, right now. You what seem you to have all of your about, details. Man? Yeah, but it's like it might because it's like we're we're, 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 we're characters, comic. man. What was that, uh, Harold? Marcus, you're saying that we're in an Arnie Spiegler piece? Maybe. I, I I'm not. I, I didn't. I, my mind didn't reach that point yet. But maybe. In the book so, we were looking at, Tom was was it uh, was it just uh, penciled in or inked in? Oh no, just, it was it was in full vibrant full color, color, and it wasn't anything like our our world. And that and that portfolio is missing, but everything it's else missing. is as correct. Everything else is as it was. Right. All the art and, and all of your I'm clothes gonna, are black and white. You are also in black and white. Yeah, in, in shades call? of gray. Does he have a landline or do any of our cell phones work? No, your cell phones are just black on the front. I'm going to roll up my sleeve to see if there's an arm underneath or if there's just nothing. What do you mean? Like, you know, because if. If we were in a comic, oh, you wouldn't oh, have drawn oh. underneath. Yes, you seem to be completely intact. Are there um, writing implements anywhere? Like a sure, paintbrush? yeah. There's a whole bunch of paintbrushes and pencils and pens and everything else in the room. I'm gonna pick up like a like a colored pencil and like scribble some stuff on a wall or. Okay, well, you can't tell if it's a colored pencil or what color it is because it's just uh, gray. <laughs> yeah, just some writing implement and just yeah. Use and yeah you can scribble on the wall yeah just like you know, a spiral or something just like guys I th what's i don't think there's i think is that like the p actually i go to check the package is that weird circular thing still there in color uh it is still there it is not in color okay nah Guys, should we go back to the comic shop? I guess let's, let's find to see if anyone else is okay. Because let's go ask the doorman if he's all right. What if we like fall out of the world though, man? Where's, where's Arnie? We gotta find Arnie. I don't think he's here. Well, anyway. yeah, I can see that. We still yeah, yeah. gotta find him. Let's just come on, Marcus. You're the head of the fan club. Hey, I just organize events, man. <laughs> oh, are you like his like best friend or whatever? I mean, I talked to him. I've talked. The like, last time I talked to him was like three weeks ago for like two minutes, man. Like, he doesn't talk much. I'm going to knock on the wall. Does it sound normal? It sounds normal. All right, all right guys. What what exactly did Arnie, uh, Mr. Spiegler, say when we knocked on the door? He said something, not enough room? Not enough room. room. Uh, was what was the other thing he said? said? It's too much. Yeah, too much. He said, oh, God, it's too much. Oh, God, it's too much. Not enough room. What's the thing you were looking at in that box, Marcus? It's like some like it's like some replication of like some old Babylonian thing. I don't know. It's like some artifact you'd see in like something like Hellboy. I, I go over and take a look at it and okay. reach in and pick it up. OK, yeah. It, 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 it it's It's interesting because. I mean, if you haven't, if you've seen, gone to a museum and you've seen anything, you know, like on a, on, on a, a tablet, you know, it's usually written the way we write things. It's, it's in lines going like this, you know, that they wrote in cuneiform. In this case, it seems to be a disc 
that's divided into quarters and that the writing follows along the edges. And there's some writing that goes this way. The writing goes in all different directions, but it kind of forms a, a pattern to this disc. And you're not sure that it's actually cuneiform. It's very tiny, but yeah. uh, it's weird. Is, is, it, is it big enough that we can actually pick out the details or would it help to have like, yeah. a magnifying? Okay. I mean, yeah. It's uh, it's definitely, you know, it's not smooth. Mm. About 10 inches across. Yeah. And thin, you know, it's only about half an inch thick. And it's the same on the back as the front? Uh, yes. Well, it's not the same, but it's got the same sort of stuff all over it. So the table where the book was that Arnie was working on mm -hmm. is still there, but the book is gone? Correct. And we can't look at the pictures I took because my phone's black. I don't know there what's are, going on. There are also other drawings that he had made that were, you know, lying around. Um, uh, they are all still the same way that they were, except there's no color. Mm. I think we got to go somewhere else because I. What are the contents I... of the drawings that we can see? Is there anything that he's drawing that's people getting sucked into a book? Um, no, nothing like that. You see, like, um, there's a copy of um, uh, Secret Turbine X, which has six published issues. This is for number seven. He was obviously working on it, and it's usually got a lot of greens in it, and there's no color at all. But it doesn't look like they're drawings. I mean, it doesn't look like they're just outlines. They're, they're drawings. You figure they're probably in color, or they were in color. I told you they were going to revive Columbus the Wise, Joey. Look, right here. Crunchy, do a spot hidden roll. Yeah. We could really use some of Columbus's wisdom right now. No, I failed. 98. Okay. Uh, but I do want to spend some time with this thing and mm -hmm. see if I can figure out if there's a code or like using letter frequency or you know, kind of figure it out. Do you have any expertise in that field? Uh, I have a lot of math. Okay. We'll do a math roll. Okay. Uh, yes, I got a hard success. Okay. So you understand that, you know, symbols are symbols and, and different symbols can stand for different things. Um, just because you don't know the language, um, you look at it. And the more you look at it, the more you convince yourself that these are uh, mathematical algorithms that are written all over this in a, in a foreign language, in cuneiform. But they're definitely laid out very much like mathematical formula. This they don't is follow. really weird, guys. Like, the universal language is math. Like, like. You know, it, when aliens contact us, they're going to talk to us with math. No, but I wonder it, if this is aliens. The third kind music was the was the universal language. They contacted us with music, right? Yeah, but math music is just math. Kinda. Carol, Doesn't they contact us through like drawing, like draw a little picture? 
Garen, what are you doing at the moment? Where are you in the room? Um, I'm just like standing like near the sofa. Okay. Uh, Harold, where are you? What are you doing? I'm peering out the window from time to time. Okay. Uh, Joey? I'm asking Crunchy, uh, so if it's math, what kind of math is it? What's the, what's the answer? I don't know, man. I, I mean, it looks like formulas, but like, you know, you, you gotta have, you gotta have the key. Without the key, you can't do anything. Well, Marcus, what's on the what are you doing? That disc? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, let them finish. Same thing. More of the same thing. Same stuff. Boy, I'm not. I'm not very good at math, so I can't help you there. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to find, or I'm like, I think it's like we gotta go somewhere else because I don't think, I don't think it's here. I guess we gotta go check the rest of the. Go back okay, but well, where where are you in the room? What are you? I'm probably like near the door because it's like I've tried to figure out like how to ask everyone because I think they're a bit maybe a bit in shock about it. So it's like how do I approach this right now? Okay, uh, Marcus, do a spot hidden. That is, I don't want to pass. I can spend one point to make it hard if needed. Uh, you don't need to make it hard. Okay. Uh, as you are near the door, and the door is open, jo Joey left it open, and you're sort of looking out into the hallway, noticing that details are missing, and it's very strange looking. Um, you notice, you can see the stairway going down. Uh, you can't see down the stairway. You can see, you know, the, that's where the stairway is. Uh, you notice that there is what looks like, just at a glance, like a black um, little dome, maybe about like this, just just the top of it, that seems to be in the stairwell. Looks like it's about this. It's a little bit glossy. You, gonna, you can't tell what it is. I'm going to step back into the apartment and I'm going to try to remember where I think he already put one of his flashlights, just if the power went out. Um, Probably in a kitchen drawer. Of course, gonna, it's, it's not dark. No, but I want to see if a flashlight affects the way the color looks. <laughs> okay. Um, Harold, you were looking out the window. Uh, do a spot hidden for me. Success. Okay. As you're standing there, you see something move. You, you didn't see it at first, but it looks like there might be a person. Um, the person came out of an alleyway and they're on the street uh, but they're actually walking away. Uh, from this perspective, they're just sort of a, a dark spot, but they have that sort of shape like a person moving away. Um, not very quickly and sort of dragging themselves along on the sidewalk. You don't see any other movement out there. I'll, I'll yell to my friends, hey, I, I think I see somebody, then I'll try to Get the window open and, and holler. Okay. Well, you're five star steps. So um, you you holler, but there's no no reaction. 
the yeah, thing continues to move. Guys, there's a uh there's a, there's something odd on the stairway. Like let me I assume I grabbed a flashlight by this point. I'm gonna go look. Just like guys, okay. I just there's something odd outside. You, you grab the it. flashlight, uh, and the flashlight does go come on uh, and off. Uh, and oddly enough, it sort of creates a very comic book-ish looking cone of light uh, going in the direction that you point it. Uh, when you get back to the door, the dome seems to have gotten a little higher up on the stairs and you think that it's covered in hair you're still only seeing the top of it but it looks like it's covered in black hair it's very strange and it's just just there guys you got to see this this is yeah i'm gonna come out and see what you i i don't know how to describe this to you guys okay so joey's coming out with you uh, Crunchy and Garen and Harold. Well, Harold's at the window. What a Crunchy. Yeah, I want to keep an eye on this figure until I lose sight. I'm going to go see what, what Marcus is talking about. Okay. And Garen? Um, yeah, I'll go I'll go take a look at what Marcus... Actually, I'll, I'll take a look at what Harold is looking at. Okay. Um, you look out the window at what Harold is, and it's definitely... there's. Somebody, it looks like they're walking with a limp or dragging a foot, uh, but they're getting smaller as they are moving away from your building. They're maybe um, a block and a half away and moving away. So you're five stories up and it's two, a block and a half away. And, there's and it's got the comic there. books, comic books with effect on it. It's what, I, what do you mean? Like it doesn't have comic book perspective to it. Well, yeah, you can't you can't really see what it is. It looks dark or it looks black from up here. Um, all right, the three of you go out into the hallway, and as you approach the stairway, even when you're still ten feet away from it, you realize that what you are looking at is the top of a man's head, and uh, when you you know it startles you at first, but when you get closer you realize it is some dude. Uh, he's dressed in a business suit, uh, all in black and white. And he has a, a weird look on his face. Um, his lips are puckered um, like he's whistling, except that he's not moving. He's perfectly still, like almost like a photograph of him standing there is he just like standing in place up straight or is he like on his face no it looks like he's in the process of walking up the stairs except that he's frozen is it arnie it's not guys i think if we look away it will move like a person moves in a panel i think it's i think it's like a background character in like a and like an older black and white issue. Let's try it. Let's turn around. Okay. Uh, okay. For how long do you turn around? Like count five, to ten. Five, yeah, count to ten, I guess, yeah. Okay. Which is probably yeah. about five seconds. It's, yeah. 
Marcus seems to be a little bit onto something. The guy does seem to have moved a little bit. His foot is now down. His other foot is starting to raise. His hand has moved slightly farther up on the railing as he's coming up. His eyes have rolled a little bit as if he's, as if you're seeing clips from a, an animated movie. Yeah, we're seeing like stills. Um, so, so they turn around, and then turn back, and is that? Yeah. yeah. But what you guys looking out the window are seeing is somebody physically moving. So, hey guys, just... you just, you guys, you need to see this. This is like surreal. <laughs> it's super cool. I love it. Hey. Harold, should we go after that dude while we still kind of have line of sight on him? We could go down the fire escape. No, man, I don't. I don't think we should go very far from this this this, this apartment. I think this is kind of the nexus of whatever happened. I think if we roam too far, we'll never get back. Yeah, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna head down the stairs to this guy. Hey, I'm I'm just gonna see if I can move his arm, guys. Okay, be careful. I'm like. I guess. Okay. So How crunchy is made. Sorry, go, go, go. Old wooden stairs. Crunchy, you're you're head over to the the fellow coming up the stairs. There is no acknowledgement of you being there. He yeah, yeah, he can't to see be frozen. Um, you try to move his arm, and you feel that with a great deal of effort, you should you would be able to move it a little bit. Uh, but do a We'll call it spot hidden. Do a spot hidden roll. Okay. 27, my spot hidden is 45. Okay. So regular success. As you are standing there, and the, when you touched his flesh, when you, when you felt his arm, it suddenly dawns on you that he is not frozen in time. He is moving very, very slowly. The only reason why it looked like he moved when you turned around, so you gave him 10 seconds. And he is, in fact, as you're close up, you can see that he is moving, but very, very, very slowly. Dude, he's moving. Is this moving really slow? I wonder if everything's moving slow like this, are except we, us. Are we in like a weird micro scale? Maybe we're just moving wicked fast. Yeah, like the flash or I mean, awesome. yeah, guys, but how many times has the flash been stuck in the speed force for over 30 years? I'm gonna go downstairs and see if James is still there and if he's moving. Yeah. Are hey, you guys, gonna go on. down by yourself or are you guys gonna come with him or what? What do you want to do? Hey Crutcher, let me go get the others. Just hey Garrett. Yeah, I'll see you down hey, there. Man. Come on, guys. We're gonna go downstairs. We're gonna check something. This is like surreal. <laughs> It's a bad um, idea, man. Question. Yeah. Question for Steve. I mean, for uh, for Crunchy. Crunchy, did you leave the uh, the disc setting on the table? I did. Okay. okay. All right. So, I'm sorry. Are you all going to go down? I'm going with them, but like I've told the others, we're going on a look. But it's like okay. So Crunchy and and Marcus then are going down. Nobody with them. Um. You have to kind of 
worm your way a little bit past the guy on the stairs. Uh, you uh, you head down the stairs. Uh, when you get to the third level, you see the old woman standing neck standing by her door she has unlocked it opened it she still has the bag in her hand and she's halfway through the door but she's also frozen in black and white oh man we don't even have to go all the way down to james this guy she's frozen too yeah we don't also all right i thought you wait 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 wasn't she Go, wasn't she already in her apartment by the time we went upstairs or was she going in? So it's like No, she was going towards her door, but she should have had plenty of time. You're does right. It mean whatever so this is maybe just how I'm rationalizing what's happening right now, but I'm getting the idea that like something happened and it like put us in something that like I was on top of perception or like something's something's utterly fucked. I just don't know how to understand it. So I've just played it try to play it cool right now. But but honestly, um it feels like she got stopped, I guess, midway in the moment this happened. So was it like five minutes? Was it like before we even entered the apartment? Oh, there was color, though, when we walked in. Yeah, but like, how long did it... Because like, it looks like it happened just as she was doing this. So it's like, what? I don't know how, how slow these old ladies are, you know? Maybe, yeah, maybe just, yeah. But let's, I, I mean, we proved that, like, she's a real person that we know. And she's yeah. stuck. She's stuck going normal speed, and we're going high, high speed. And I wonder if that's what it is. We're moving so fast that the colors are getting washed out by our speed. Like yeah, but we're more than redshifted. Wouldn't we? Wouldn't we like start like disassembling slowly, cosmically, or something? Oh, I don't know, man. All right, let's... I don't know that much science. All I know is comic book science. I think it's cool. Fair enough. You know, weird science. <laughs> All right, let's so go back up. Let's go. Let's you guys, go you guys, well, okay. while you guys are down on the third floor at that point, uh, what are the other three doing? Um, I'm gonna because they went downstairs. I don't want to get too separated from them. I'm gonna grab that math disc, put it in my knapsack, and meet them down there. Okay. I wanna I wanna test the food. I don't think any of us actually like took a bite. Is is the apple or fruits, whatever? I mean, are they edible? When you bite into the apple, it sounds like you're biting into an apple, but it's absolutely bland. There's no sweetness, no saltiness, no flavor. It's mm. just, it's the texture feels like an apple, but it's like your taste buds don't work or, or the apple has absolutely no flavor. And does he have other stuff in the kitchen, like chips, sure. crush cookies, stuff like that? Sure. Same thing. Same. Yeah. Man. Even the Doritos like... are playing. This is terrible. <laughs> it's a nightmare. So what are the three? Oh, okay. So, Joey, you're down, going down to visit the other, uh, to, to see the other two, uh, Garen and Harold. Are you still looking out the window? Sure, yeah. As this, this guy by now is seems to have gotten too far uh, to see him anymore. However, you do now notice that there is another one. Um, it's not anywhere near that guy. It's, it's in the other direction. And he seems to be walking towards your building, but on the other side of the highway, on the other side of the street. 
Um, uh, this one seems to also sort of be shambling, but uh, even even more so. Um, looks like he might be. I mean, the way he's walking might be severely handicapped. Uh, he's stuck in a loop. I think that we might be in one panel, and he's just doing the action of the panel over and over again, just going back and forth. You're, the other but, the other three have left the room and gone downstairs. What do you think? But but the other guy said they saw the 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 man in the stairwell actually moving. Uh oh yeah, I didn't I didn't see that. Well, he's still there, so and the door is open. So do he's gotten a little bit more up the stairs. So the guy in the, he's moving very slowly, but the guy down downstairs seems to be moving at a normal pace. Well, seems to be moving at a normal oh. pace, although with a handicap speed. Yeah. Do you think that maybe Arnie got this much detail in that comic book he did by like taking the real world and making it into the thing? Like, you know what I mean? Not quite sure I do. I do know. So like picture like if he took the real world, he took a part of it and teleported it into the comic book panel to make it ultra detailed, give the ultimate sense of realism. And we're in what's left of the the, the, the space that he, the world that he took? Yeah. So to speak? Yeah, maybe we're in like a discarded, like trash zone, a dead zone, or maybe we're in the real panel or something like that. It's just a theory. I mean, I have no idea what the fuck's going on. So there's yeah, no more room. What the other? What he said. There's no more room. Was he drawing yeah. something? So when we came in, there were like pens and pencils out and about. He could have been drawing something. Oh yeah, I mean, he's an artist. His room is filled with that sort of stuff. Right. And interestingly enough, all of the stuff in the room seems to have a great deal of detail. Even though it's all in black and white, gray, gray scale. So a lot of detail in the room, but yeah. outside. So Joey, you have reached the other two, and they are looking at the old lady going into her apartment. Um, I'm not. <clears throat> I'm wondering if we're like stuck in like a moment in time. It's going really slowly. I have no idea. I'm going to pull that disc out and touch the lady with it. Nothing. Hmm. Is the disc solid? Is there like any like holes in it? No, it's solid. Does the, does be be careful solid? with that thing, man. Is the room to the like the lady like the lady's apartment? Is it the door move? Very slowly as she's she's going through it. What if I move it? I'm just curious if like is there any details of her apartment at all? Do um well, I guess you don't really have to do anything. Uh 
you find that well the door is in her hand you know the doorknob is in her hand oh, it's part of her animation yeah. so uh you can't really move it however when you look in everything is it seems like there are things in the apartment uh huh. Yeah, uh, yeah, it looks like there's stuff in there, so maybe it's not. Per, maybe it's a. I guess it's. It, I guess it has to be a perspective thing. I kind of uh, want to go see that guy that's walking at a normal speed. I mean, he seems to be oh, the you, only one that's like us. Oh, there was one. Well, Harold was looking out the window. Let's go. Okay, let's go get the others and we'll go find them. <laughs> let's go back up because right. I I don't want to split up overall in a weird gray sales place place. Yeah, sure. I just figured that was the only thing that was moderately like us everyone's moving so slow but that one guy maybe they saw something else or something let's go find out all right so you guys run up the stairs um uh garen and harold you hear them coming up the stairs there's a sudden hesitation as they have to worm their way around the guy on the stairs uh they come in uh by the time you guys get to him he's already you know he's approaching the top step but he's still coming up and apparently he is whistling but it's really slow. You hear nothing. Yeah. Oh, you'll get there one day, buddy. <clears throat> all right. So you're all back together in the apartment. So. And, uh, Garen, and Garen and Harold are looking out the window. Hey, guys, is that that guy still out there? Yeah. Looks like he wrapped around. What do you mean he wrapped around? Like he went to the end of his route and then you know tried to leave the panel or something and he went back to the beginning but he is now on the other side of the street but let's go talk oh oh so it's not reproducing what he it's did the next earlier panel on the page should we go down yeah the i mean let's go you want to just maybe? go down the fire escape he's moving normal speed might as well go see if maybe he's talking I guess fire Wait, let me make sure I understand what's happening. So there's someone who's who appears disabled, but he's moving kind of at the speed you would expect. And he got to a certain place and kind of disappeared and showed up across the street from where he started. Is that right? Yeah. That's their theory. Yeah. If you look out the window now, the man is just about where. You know, even with the window on the fifth floor that you're looking at, and he's walking past, he's still five stories below. So he looks like a hey, hey. You I yell out the window. Yeah, nothing, no reaction. We should probably go. We just, we'll meet him in the lobby, I guess. If he but shows you up. can see now that he's, I mean, he's still five stories away, but you can see that there is more detail to him as he's going by. It's just as when he goes, when he eventually gets into the distance, just like normal, you can see less and less detail. Now I'm thinking about. Well, we can spend the whole game thinking or you guys can do something. Yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go down. Let's, let's go, go let's down downstairs. We got to go through things. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Let's go down and check it. That's it. it it's just, I'm starting at weird perspective. It's a, it feels like a weird perspective thing of like. All right. Yeah. So you go back past. Back past uh, the whistler, um, uh, the woman is more in her apartment than she was before as you get down there. Uh, you get down to the lobby. 
there is another woman, and this woman seems to be retrieving her mail from her mailbox, which is in the hallway, and as you walk into the door, and you can see uh, uh, Mr. Goldblum outside, uh, you know, waiting for anybody to come near. The door is closed, but uh, you know, it's it's not a locked door. Let's go outside. Yeah, yeah go outside and try to catch Surprisingly, the door opens for you. You you open it. It it's, it feels a little sluggish, almost like it's like you know if you oil doors, it hasn't been oiled in a while, so it's kind of you kind of push it, and it doesn't seem to move at full speed, but it it does move faster. Does than, uh, does does the degree of detail kind of? Shipped along with us, like from our. Has, well, there has, seems you know, to be a, a fair amount of detail here. Um, all the little numbers are on all of the post office boxes, um, and the people themselves. When you're looking at the old woman, the guy on the stairs, uh, uh, Goldberg, Goldberg, and and this woman in the hallway, they all seem to have complete details, just the same way you do. Um, it's just when you get to the the odd corners of the room that the wallpaper seems to vanish and details become less, you know. There may be an ugly old painting of a sailing ship or something on the wall in the hallway that's still in full detail, but black and uh, grayscale. All right, so let's push that door open and we'll step outside. Okay, now there is an odd thing when you step outside. There, there's a perceptible sameness about the air inside the building and outside. It doesn't feel like you're walking into an open outdoor space. It still feels, you know that what I mean? There's no natural echo. There's no den of the air. It's dead silent outside and the fellow who's across the street he's gotten a little bit farther he's about to cross the first street on that side he's walking on the uh on the pavement on the other side there's no cars coming yeah um i don't want him to get away from us so and he is he's 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 shuffling or shambling along all right so what do you guys do? You're all standing any, in front of the building. What do you guys do? No, I assume that there are cars on the street, right? There's no cars. Okay, no cars. Park, no park cars? Nothing. Okay. I'm hurrying sense. to catch up to the shuffling guy. Yeah, me okay. too. The space is very artificial. Like, what? So, Crunchy, um, you cross the street. You look both ways, even though there's no cars. Uh, Old habit. Um, uh, you come up behind him. You are, you're maybe 20 feet from him. And uh, you're looking at him. He's got details. Uh, but the first thing you notice is that whatever he's wearing for clothes, um, it looks kind of almost like, um, oh, I don't know, like one of those old Halloween uh, hobo costumes. Like it's pieced together of different uh, garments. You know, you can see obvious large stitching in it and the part of one shirt doesn't match the sleeve of the other and 
and uh, his pants are one one length of one leg is a little shorter than the other one, and uh, he doesn't seem to have shoes on as he's shambling. Um, but you don't really see any details of him. You can see that he's partly bald. He's got some hair around the back uh, that doesn't seem to quite follow in the same shading around his head. What would you do? I I think through my comic book history to see if he's any evil monster character. And when I can't find him, I just, I yell, Hey man. Hey. And keep heading towards him. He, uh, he doesn't respond. Uh, Okay. You keep heading towards him. I assume you guys are all right there with crunchy. You're right behind him. Yeah. All right. Crunchy, as you go forward, I would like you to do a spot. You can all do spot hidden rolls. Success. I, I rolled succeeded a one. as well. Regular. Regular, Regular yeah. You, uh, I can... you have sort of a natural aversion to touching him, but you're going to sort of circle around a little bit and get ahead of him, which is fairly easy because he's not moving that fast. Um, as you do that, the first thing you notice is a large scar on the side of the guy's face with obvious stitch marks. And then as you come around trying to get his attention, uh, he does see you. And when he sees you, he stops in his tracks. Um And those of you who passed, you also notice this right away. I'd like you to do a sanity roll because this man seems to have been pieced together from different people. His arms, his legs. I mean, he's like a freaking Frankenstein thing. Half his face is obviously from a black man. Part of his face is from a white guy. His features are fucked up. His one eye is lower than the other. Um, there are scars on him. His one arm is definitely from some other person other than this guy. And uh, he's shambling because he's kind of put together wrong. Um, what? So sanity roll, you can do a, you know, a one or a two, depending on if you pass or fail. Mark the one. What? Jesus Christ. What the what? absolute fuck? What? When Who he, are you, man? You, you jump back. When he, he sees you, too, uh, you can see him sort of open his mouth, and there are definite scars. It doesn't look like he even has a tongue. Um, Does he have ears? Uh, it looks like uh, one of his ears is there, but it looks like it was sewn on backwards. Um, and when he sees you, his eyes go wide. He stops in his tracks. He he opens up and opens and closes his mouth. He looks around and then he sort of tries to turn around and make his way past you back the way he was coming from. My dude, my dude, it's okay. It's okay. We're we're all on the same side. We we're just kind of trapped here. We don't know what's going on. He I, and I, I make emotions like trying to to stay calm. 
all he does is he tries to avoid you and go back the way that he came. Um, he doesn't seem to try to communicate. He seems extremely terrified and alarmed. You scared Crunchy. of us, Crunchy? Let's just leave, let's just leave let's leave them be. Uh, what? What? This is this is the we one be. animate thing. Like, what are we all supposed to do? Like, ask him until he screams? Like, what? The, what? Like, yeah, I'm gonna grab him. He, Joey, past... Joey, do you have that disc? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. You're, you're, you're gonna grab him, Garen. Yeah, I'm grabbing. Okay, I'm, I'm making you grab sure him by the good. arm and sort of pull him around, and he he's just looking at you, like, you know, he's trying to get away. He's not swinging his arms or anything. Uh, he just keeps pulling, pulling away. Yeah, and I'm kind of looking at him, like grabbing him at a distance, because what the fuck? All right, well, you've kind of got him. He can't get away. Um, Joey, you want to show him the disc? Yeah, I pulled it out when Crunchy asked. Um, you pull out the disc. And you hold it up, and he sees it. And uh, his reaction, there's a moment of alarm in his face, but then he just goes right back to trying to pull away from you to get away. He doesn't act combative or anything. Just you're not even sure that he can act uh, in a, you know, like he, it's almost like he doesn't know how to control his limbs very well. He's barely walking. Well, he definitely had a reaction to this disc. Guys, I I, I don't think they... I, I don't think it can function. I think it's just a mismatch of parts that it's trying to exist, and I don't think we should trouble them. I, like, I think this we, dude knows something, man. Maybe, but I don't think he can give us an answer. He doesn't seem to be able to help us anyway. If he right. that, maybe. Yes. Go find the comic shop. Maybe there's someone there. Everybody do a spot hidden. Oh. Yeah. Regular so, success. So oh, seven. That's a Extreme. 10 for me. Okay. Those of you who succeeded, you, uh, you know, you're obviously busy with this guy. Uh, but those of you who succeeded, you notice that farther down the street, you see another one, and he's shambling too. Farther down the street, in the direction that this guy is trying to go back towards. The, uh, the guy who's off in the distance is moving away from that direction. Um, right. Yeah. But doesn't seem to have, he's still far enough away that he doesn't seem to have noticed you guys. Oh my God. Joey, you want to go get him and see if we can bring these guys together? Like a party? To, uh, yeah, maybe the, the, I could show him the disc too. See what he does. I, I mean, I'm out of ideas. Let's go find the comic shop. Maybe there's something there. I wonder if there's. I mean, it was just like down the street. I mean, like I I got no other idea because it's like what the hell. 
Yeah, maybe. I'm I'm personally afraid that we'll walk off the edge of the panel and, you know, who knows what'll happen. I mean, it's hard to just straight up walk off something because you'll notice when the floor gives, but Garen do enough. a Garen do a strength roll. Okay. Well, that's actually a fail, even though my strength is pretty high. Okay. It just means the guy lurches out of your hand and once again starts trying to get away from you and going in that direction. He's not like, can't move very fast, but he well, is, is some... dead set on going in that direction, getting away from yeah, you. Sure. I'm gonna take is a... there some pattern I can see between these two guys? Like, do they go in opposite directions? They go towards the same thing? Um, you're not sure. The other guy still weighs off. Joey but he looks exactly the same. He's still too far to see, but I'll give you that. As the guy starts to get closer, he doesn't look the same, but he does. He looks like another individual who has been pieced together from various people. Um, none of it matches. He doesn't look like a copy of this one. He looks like another Frankenstein. Another monster. Frankensteinish monster. Does. I want to scan the street. Are there manhole covers? Uh, there are not. Uh, I'm going to look up in the sky. What's in the sky? Okay. The sky is just white. <clears throat> I'm going to produce the pencil that I took from Arnie's apartment. Okay. I'm going to wave it in front of me in the air. Can I draw in the air? No. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think we're the artist here. Nice try. Yeah. Good thinking. Good thinking, Joey. You ever thought of a job in QA? <laughs> Maybe once we get out of this. Well, I'm pretty good at art, actually. Did you re-grab the fellow, or did you just let him go? I probably just let him go, because I at this point right. I'm figuring there's an infinite supply. Of these so things. he's shuffling away from you. Do you want to follow him? I just sure. know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll follow him. He never looks back to see if you're there. He's just intent on going in that direction. And there is uh, that sort of panicked look on his eye. Now, when you get to a point where you are, oh, I'd say a block away from the other fellow who's walking towards you. Um he suddenly stops in his tracks and the guys are moving behind this guy and so forth. He suddenly does the same thing. He looks rather panicked and turns around and starts heading. Now they're both seem to be heading in the same direction. Although that guy's a block it, ahead. It's like a, it's like a, an event. It's like an event chain. Is that the way the comic book store is? Um, the comic book store is sort of in that direction, but it's it's down and around the corner. What were you saying, Marcus, about it being an event chain? I'm wondering if it's like you guys mentioned this. Like we talked about this a bit earlier, but it feels like it's a panel thing. If you get startled in one moment, so the later instance in another area, basically another panel of the page. He then reacts. Um, but it's a different character. Do a 
do a who's asking um do a knowledge roll and it's basically you know you've you've been here in san damiel a while it's your knowledge of the city itself so okay so crunchy crunchy passed his uh he, he got a really good role on his knowledge roll um you know uh, this part of the city so in the direction that you're going when you get to um uh main street then uh if you make a left you head towards metropolis uh comic book store okay these things seem to be going farther than that they're going down towards that end of the block um you know that there is there's the odd um crocker building that was the one that it looks like it just turns into a black pillar as it goes up that's in that direction uh there's um Oh, the Bancroft Building, the uh, the Harrison Theater, uh, the San Damiel Cathedral, things like that are in that direction. Um, but they're not heading, they don't seem to be heading towards the, uh, the comic book store. Maybe they, not. Yeah, they're not going that way. Where, where were, any ideas where they might be going? Do you want to just follow them or you want to go check the comic book because it's like, I wonder if there's going to be like a third guy a block on. What if, so Arnie got stuck in here. The next place he was going was the comic book store. Maybe he tried to go there in this world. Maybe you're all the care. I mean, like if these guys keep popping, maybe ah. we'll just go the direction they go after we check that place. So let's just see if yeah, that place is open. Yeah. Let's, if we sure, like it, yeah. we might be able to do it. There aren't so, any bikes up. around, are there? You said there's no, no cars. But, yeah. Okay, yeah, let's let's go through. Like it. All right, so you're heading towards Maine. You're going to go to the comic book store. All right. Uh, you turn the corner. Uh, you start making your way down. It's not that far. Uh, and you come up to the comic book store. Uh, the comic book store looks pretty much the way that it does, except in grayscale. Um and the front, you know, there's there's large front plate glass windows looking in. They all seem to be black. Yeah, there's you no, can't see into the building. There was like the tender people waiting in line. Huh. Um, we... You get to the door. Uh, the door swings open. And despite the fact that the windows look black, the room is fairly well lit by fluorescent lights up above that are harsh and white but the comic book store uh seems to be um laid out pretty much the same way that you remember but there are no comic books there are no there are no books at all of any kind there are only empty shelves it's like a rudimentary version of the comic book store meanwhile those shamblers have gone on yeah, I want to go the way they're going. Yeah, let's go follow them. I gotta go somewhere. Well, you've already made this tour, so I mean, they're they're just five, ten minutes ahead of you. They wouldn't have gotten that. We're just going. We're just going to the direction they went to see if we find something else. And we all, we only saw the two of them. Only saw the two of them. We'll just keep going and see. Maybe we we'll find some other people. They weren't moving that fast. All right. So. You you cross Main Street, and uh, you start heading back towards uh, 
uh, was it uh, Clinton? That was a cardinal. Cardinal, I believe. Um, when you are approaching the, uh, the corner back onto the street, so I want you to think you're on you're on Main Street. You're coming to the corner of Cardinal, and to the left and down is where those creatures were were heading. Yeah. So as you reach that corner, you turn the corner and you look down, and few blocks down you think there are five of those things and they are standing together um they seem to be communicating with something that is around another corner from alley something over by the harrison theater you think um you're not sure if they're communicating, but they're all stopped there together. They're all faced in that direction. And do a spot hidden for me. I failed on my spot hidden, but I was wondering if I know anything about the Harrison Theater. It's an old theater. They show 40, art uh, films normal success. stuff like that. Art success. Okay. Those of you who have a success, especially the hard success. There is a shadow on the ground where those things are standing, a shadow that's of something that is behind, you know, the corner uh, that you can't see around, uh, that they seem to be facing. It's large. Um, you are not sure what it could be, but it seems obviously that it shouldn't be there. And that's when you think you hear a noise. The sound of almost like the sound that wheels make on gravel. Um, that sort of crunchy, rocky sort of noise. And that shadow is moving. And suddenly coming around the corner. And it stands out vividly because it is in full color is the strangest thing that you have ever seen. It's almost iridescent blue. Um, it's got, it, it catches the light and makes sort of rainbows. It is a huge conical shaped thing, maybe 15 feet tall with what look at first like some sort of tentacles coming out of it or long sort of, you know, python-like stalks. One of them has a big ball on it. A couple of them look like they have um, horns, not, not horns, but, um, you know, like, um, like little cones, like, like the kind that, you know, that, you use a cheerleader would use to, to yell through. Um, and then the other two seem to have large prodigious claws, like crab claws. The shamblers then immediately begin moving in your direction and the giant cone-shaped 15-foot-high thing 
starts moving in your direction as well. It's still a couple of blocks away. Oh, shit. We got to run, boys. We're running now. I pull out my phone to take a picture and then see that I can't take a picture. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's run. Run? Where are we going to run? It's perpendicular to to here, like not this direction. Five stories up. Let's go back back to the the apartment. apartment. So you guys seem to be moving in much faster. Right, of course. You can run like hell. Um, Oh, we're moving faster than the cone-shaped thing is, too? Oh, yeah, quite a bit faster. It's a snail thing, isn't it? Oh. Um, uh, and as you move, you you run to the uh, uh, you run back to the front end of your apartment, uh, and uh, Goldberg is still standing there as if nothing is happening, um, and you can see now this thing is you know it's it's still now now it's got a bigger distance between you, uh, but a number of other shamblers seem to have joined the party. Um, from various alleys as they're moving. They are all composed differently, each one of them. Um, so you're at the front of the building. What do you do? Now I'm worried if we go upstairs, we might be trapped. Yeah, that's why I think but we have fire escape. Yeah, but if there's outside, it's like, where the fuck do we go? Like, what the fuck? Should we try to, like, you one of these guys up or just like uh, or talk to it i mean maybe it's the thing? only way we can get out of here what if they want this disc thing to talk to that thing well it's moving thing... really slow so i mean what what's the worst maybe thing that we, maybe happen? we can it comes after it, us and we run hey actually Ronzi, think like uh think like horror i think like a horror survival game like maybe we can just juke it maybe we can just go around it and like get past it yeah maybe you should, should go where disc at it throw the disc at it Maybe they don't want to do anything. Yeah, just try try it. I mean, it's worth a try. Try giving it to them. There but, is suddenly wait. a noise, and it seems to be coming from that creature, that vibrantly colored creature. Um, it sounds it's kind of like a car horn or a ship's horn. It's quite loud, um, multi-toned. Uh, and it does this as it's holding up these this conical shaped organ, um, and it 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 vibrates the air. You can feel it, um, but it's quite loud, quite alarming, like an alarm almost. Is that a, the Close Encounters song, like you said before, dude? Pretty sure that's not the Close Encounters song. Uh, Look, we got to talk to it. We got to get out of this place. I, do, I I think we're in. I think it sees us as outsiders, but I maybe mm. it's just saying hello. I mean, I feel like if it could do, if it could speak to us, I feel like it would say something already. That isn't just well, it's an alien. I mean, yeah, it's something from somewhere. <laughs> Dude, this is our chance to do something cool. Come on, well, let's go said, talk to you it. Said mathematics is the universal language. Go say something to it. Yeah, this disc has got to have something to do with this. Try giving I'm, him the disc. I'm gonna sing out the song to Close Encounters. <laughs> do do do, <laughs> do do. Okay. You guys are deliberating all of this. I'm this like, thing is I'm getting like closer and starting to loom closer. Yeah, and we it, should do somewhere. It, it seems to be picking up speed a little as the uh, shamblers are kind of moving towards the sides. 
I'm I'm critiquing his rendition of the Close Encounters. Uh, I'm the thing. If I grab the disc and I like point it towards it like this, does it have any reaction like that Shambler had? None whatsoever. But of course, it's extremely hard to read something that's so alien. You can see now that it has three eyes: one on the front of that spheroid, two on the sides. It seems to have little tentacles that hang down from the sphere. Uh, and it tends to keep that thing forward. Like maybe Excellent. that's its head. I, can, um, I have an idea. Uh, what were other places Arnie like spending time at besides his apartment? No idea. Well, we should Fuck, run just run. We're running out. We can't run this part. Let's run this way. We're running like perpendicular. So are we still, I, I assume we're still down the lobby, right? Arguing about what to Well, do. you're actually right in front of the building. Front of the line. You were deciding whether you wanted to run inside. I say we, we either give it the disc or smash the disc. I mean, you also let's go talk to you, Joey. Come on. <laughs> Grab the disc. Well, let's go. You're not scared of anything, are you? You're a bus driver. You've seen it at all. Yeah, you I guys go talk to it. We'll, uh, we'll wait well, here. We're well, not like waiting Harold here. Was, we're going Harold somewhere. Was earlier, that, that thing can't fit through this door. We could go up in the apartment, and I mean, if things go south, we can just jump out the fire escape. I agree with I agree with the bus driver. Fine, fine, fine. I because I just don't want to run on my own into the middle of nowhere. So fair Give me the disc. Give me the Look, disc. You guys run scared if you want. I'm going to talk to it. And and I start uh, trying different songs, Stairway to Heaven, and uh, you know anything. So crunchy, you're it. standing there as it's approaching. No, I'm walking towards it. Okay, you're walking towards it. it. Um, hope he's, hope he's, hope Joey, you've gone exactly. inside. Yeah. Um, if I see him going towards it, I'm going to turn around and what the hell are you doing, Crunchy? Dude, There's not much time to this. discuss anything. The yeah, thing is, is, yeah, this is I'm going there. So, uh, Marcus, Sorry. you said you were going to go in with Joey, uh, Harold, and Max. I'm going upstairs. You're going I'm, with them. I'm poking my head out to see what happens. To okay, Crunchy the, the front door is made out of glass, so you can see out. Yeah, I want to see right. what happens to Crunchy when he gets eaten. So, Crunchy, um. This thing is now moving towards you um, with the uh, the determination of kind of like a steaming freight train, uh, though perhaps not with the speed. Um, it raises its claws into the so air as it's doing this, and it starts clicking them. It makes a loud, almost almost like gunshot sound. It's so loud the way that it clicks like this. And it draws itself to a halt as the shamblers suddenly come forward and surround you, and they all grab a hold of you. Dudes, dudes, lay off the threads. <laughs> um, it then clicks some more and turns and starts going back in the direction that it came from, but the shamblers are carrying you with it. They're pulling you along. And there's seven of them by now. There's like no Marcus, way to get away from them. Come on. They're, if dudes. you try to resist, they simply are dragging you. Oh, shit. Crunchy. So Maxwell sees this. The other three have started running up the stairs. Uh, okay. So Alien is not friendly. 
Is there like a? It didn't kill him, so I think we have to just follow it, and hopefully, we can save Crunchy from getting crushed to death or ripped apart and reassembled. (laughs) Is there a hammer or something around? There is a fire axe. A fire axe. Okay, I'll take the fire Uh, axe. You guys are going out there and try to save Crunchy. Oh, we're gonna follow where they take him, and then maybe. Only prop I have is a hammer. Okay, you find a hammer. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The only props I got are like training swords. So uh, right, I'm gonna. Yeah, you I'm don't gonna... find any training swords. No, sir. That's the only props I got. Is the thing. Although hell, you know, Arnie's probably got a damn sword hanging on his wall. <laughs> um, Tom, I sent you a message. Uh, yes. All right, boys. Um, all right, so what, what, what are your plans? Obviously, I guess Max has yelled up to you guys that they, they got crunchy. I guess but go after them. I just got to go follow it. Oh, my fucking hell. I'm not, letting, I'm not letting Corey die on this. All right, boys. Well, this is illegal in California, but every bus driver's got one. Oh, shit. All, all right, then. So the three of you are going to go, go, go rescue crunchy. Or, okay, Harold, listen to me. You're going to wait here, and then for what? Hope that it just ends? No, no, we got. I don't, we don't know where they're taking him. we got to go in the alleyways and kind of follow him and see where they're going. I know, exactly. I'm just asking Harold, like, what do you think we're going to do if you wait here? Like, what else? Just wait? For what? I don't know. Maybe this is some sort of, uh, some sort of spell, and it ends after 30 minutes or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it would have ended already then. <laughs> So since it just dawned on me and, you know, I checked to see if I still had my gun, how are the details on it? Does it work? Does it yep. Kind of... It's exactly, it looks exactly like your gun. There's still That's bullets in it. It's, oh, it's, hell yeah. it's exactly your, your gun, just in gray scale. All right. Damn. All right. I'll, I'll tag along. I prefer a blunt weapon. Blunt. So crunchy. Um, these things seem to be dragging you back towards where you saw them all gathered in a, a circle. They drag you to that point. Uh, there's no point in resisting. They're not going to let you go. Uh, as you turn that little corner, you realize that you are right in front of the Harrison Theater. Um, however, uh, it's obvious that the creature can't get through the front door of the theater. So you are then moving down an alleyway on the exact side of the theater. When you get to the back of the theater and turn the corner, you see that the back theater uh, big opening door so they can move things in and out of the theater is wide open. And there are more of these creatures there. Oh, dude's got buddies. We'll... uh, Back to you in a minute. All right. So, what are you guys doing? Uh, I'm going. I'm going to go find. I'm going to get Corey back because I'm not letting him die. Yeah, I'll go with you since uh, Joey's packing solid heat. I mean, I usually live by the ABC rule, but uh, I'll make an exception now. Always so Marcus, Marcus, uh, <laughs> no, no, Darren, no. and uh, 
Marcus Gearing and, and Joey are going to go. Is Harold going to stay there all by himself, or is he going to? No, I'm going to tag along, but I'm not armed. I'm not going to play no hero. Okay. So you guys uh, step out into the street uh, early enough to realize where they are. You can see Crunchy trying to put up a bit of a struggle as they get down to that street corner, and they turn and seem to be going down an alley probably next to the uh, theater. Um, there don't seem to be uh, any of the shamblers around. They seem to have all gone with this. It looks like it's creature. clear for now, so let's go check I, out the I'm theater. I'm still and... singing songs as, as loud as I can. <laughs> we'll probably still hear up, I guess. Okay, we'll give the book to you a second, Crunchy. All right, so you guys sneak, you know, down the street, being careful. Uh, you keep um, like store store doorways and stuff on the side of you so that if something comes, you can dive inside and hide. You get closer and closer, and you realize, uh, just, just as you get to the corner and peek around, that it is the, uh, the theater, um, the Harrison Theater. Uh, it's an old theater. It's in grayscale maybe i don't have to keep telling you everything's in grayscale um but you see a couple flashes of color down the alley uh going towards the back where the uh the big uh you know sliding door is and you get the impression that there might be more of these things, but they can't get through the front of the theater. The shamblers all seem to be back there as well. Um, you, you're getting glimpses of them. So this seems to be where they're congregating. You're talking about the big colorful things. Yeah. Every time one of those moves partly or past the alley, you see it. Um, and do we it, see crunching mud? No, he's already gone around the corner down there. They seem to have taken him somewhere. All right, well. What do you guys want to do? Do we think maybe we could, like, shamble along and pretend to be like these things, like Walking Dead kind of thing? No, because we're not made of multiple different people. <laughs> well. I stopped watching after season seven anyway, so I'm not. I, I, only, I only read the comics. Wow, cool guy. <laughs> hey, people told me the show sucked. By the way, by the way, ABC rule is if I can't solve something with fucking A and fucking B, see you later. That's um, ABC. Oh, okay. I just want to point out that I have I have Walking Dead one signed by um, Alan Kirkman. So does it uh, look like they're they're gathering outside the theater, like they're trying to bring Crunchy in there? Well, you get the impression that maybe the theater is their headquarters, maybe. Go in the theater and see what we can find. Because yeah, I have to find on. Yeah, maybe on. we should try a different entrance than the, uh, you know. The alleyway. We should go be. Yeah. There's more of those things are there. They might just grab us. Well, the whole yeah, front I mean, of the theater is in front of you, and there's nobody yeah. there. Just, maybe there's. Yeah, let's just go in the front door. Let's go in the front door and go out the back, and maybe we'll see them. Okay. So uh, the four of you, you know, quickly run across the alley. Um, nobody gets spotted. 
uh, you get to the front door of the theater and the, um, the detail on the front doors is a little off. Uh, there should be, you know, just like in any building, there should be like a lock on the you know, key lock on the doors. Uh, there is a metal disc where the lock would be, but there's no hole. Um, the doors swing right open when you push on them. Uh, it's almost like they were fakes or props or something. Prop doors on a prop wall in a prop building. Uh, you step inside and the details are less, but the general architecture is there. You can see that there is a uh, there are stairs on either side, uh, curved stairs. This would be a carpeted floor. There's a concession stand. There's stairs going up to a balcony, and there's doors, of course, in front of you, with little uh, little circular windows looking into the theater itself. It's not like a movie theater. It's like an old stage theater you can hmm. probably show movies there but it's they can also put on plays i, I know i said this before but I, I i think we're in some kind of i feel like we're in an artificial space it's just i don't know what the fuck that means well let's uh so let's make our way across the room and see if we can't look out maybe a window that's facing where mark um where uh, crunchy is See There's no windows inside the theater. Huh. Go find the back door and then like open it slightly, I guess. But you can see into the theater proper through the little circular windows and the doors. And there's also the balcony. And the door is closed? Yeah, the doors are all closed. Can I is there open anything them? going on in the theater through the, that I can see through little windows? No. All right, so you go over and... Uh, <laughs> Joey, you're going to look through the window, and is everybody else behind him? I'm going to go try to find the door to the back directly. You'd have to go through the theater. All right, we'll just go for the theater then. Okay. Um, so Marcus is coming up, and he's going to, he's about to open up one of the doors when Joey is looking through it. Let's jump back to Crunchy. Crunchy, these things. Uh, these shamblers, uh, the uh, creature clicks its uh, its uh, claws. They seem to be responding as if he is somehow controlling them with the clicks. It reminds you of, you know, how you train some animals or some dogs with a click. Um, yeah. You come around the corner and you are now looking into the theater uh, you are on the stage side. Uh, you're you're going to do a sanity roll, but I'll, I'll I'll tell you why, and I'll tell you why first. There are a number of these other conical creatures in there. They have taken all of the seats in the theater and somehow smashed them over to one side there is a pile that reaches all the almost all the way to the ceiling of torn and damaged uh, metal metal seats they've cleared out the center of the theater and they have large metal rectangular look like medical tables and oh, on these no. on these tables they have people that they are in a very alien 
a medical manner, removing parts and switching them around and performing some kind of bizarre medical experiments on them. Now you can do your sanity poll. And Joey, <laughs> you see the same thing when you look through the little window and Marcus is about to open the door and walk into that. Marcus, no! Wait, what? Don't. I succeeded on my sand. Yeah, me too. Okay, you can still do 1d4. What the fuck is in there? And if you get a four, you're going to yell. <laughs> oh, I'm already yelling. <laughs> Loud. Yeah, you're yelling. I'm sure you are. Yeah, I'm going to sort of reach over and stop Marcus. Marcus, don't do it. What's, oh, wait, should I even look? We, we, oh, have, to get, we have to get Crunchy back. They've got people and they're, they're making those those shambling things. They're, they're stitching them together in there. I'm you looking. See, um, crunchy I, I have to look. I need to. Yeah, if you look, you can also do the sanity. Yeah, yeah. It's just like. There is also an overall hum in the air, like there is some sort of electronic machinery that's going on. Can you spend, you can't spend luck on sanity, right? That is correct. You can't. Oh, shit. I I rolled a 47 out of 47. So it's like I barely made it. And I'm going to, I rolled a d4. I took two. Yeah. My sanity is 36 right now. So, (laughs) yeah, I failed. Um, If you fail, if you fail that, I would like you to also do... Well, no, it's, it's only four, so that we're, we're fine. Um, well, yeah, it's a 1d4 if you, if you fail. You don't have to do an, an intelligence roll. It's obvious what the hell's going on. Um, Harold, uh, you are obviously going to struggle like hell. Um, struggle like hell to... Joey, you can see that they are. You mean crunchy? they are? Yeah, I'm sorry, crunchy. You can see oh, that crunchy. these shambler things are trying to restrain him and maybe force him onto one of those tables. Okay, we got to so. get him, guys. Okay, guys. Okay, listen. As soon as he's on a table, we go in, we sprint, we grab him, and we fucking run. Yeah, he has a gun. Just shoot. Just shoot. We can't let him get onto a table. All right, fine. Uh, okay. On three, I'll open the door when we run in, and then we just move as quick as possible. All you right, count all right. at least you count at least four of these creatures in here, and uh, some of them have them some very bizarre looking medical instruments in their hands. Uh, right. But okay. before you before you dive in there, um, I would like those of you who can actually. There's enough doors where you know if you guys are at each at a different door that you could all see in. Um, I'd like you to do a spot hidden roll. Success. Do you want me to roll, Tom? Sure. Or no? Okay. Yeah, you're Normal in there. success. You're looking around in horror. Normal success. Okay. Um, those of you who succeed, I guess a Crunchy is too terrified at the moment to notice what's going on. Those of you who succeed, you do notice something. The, the, the building's been modified. The room has been modified. There is weird alien-looking technology that's uh, 
uh, around the sides. There's some of it that goes up and arching over the room, up into the ceiling area. There is some sort of an instrument. It looks like it looks like it's big at the top, and it progressively gets smaller and smaller as it's coming down, like a gigantic pointy cone. And it's coming straight down to a table, also covered in you know, very bizarre-looking tubes and glowing lights and things like that. But setting on the top of that table is what looks like Arnie's portfolio. Oh, we have oh, to grab that. And the thing is like pointing right at it. It's open. Guys, okay, listen. When I say go, we run in there. Someone, Harold, actually, Harold, we'll go get Crunchy. You run to get the portfolio, and you grab it. You book it. We're gonna try to grab Crunchy and book it. Okay. Good idea. You you cause a distraction, and then I'll get the portfolio. Okay, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. If that's the plan, is um... uh, these guys are armed, and I'm gonna grab Crunchy. So like they'll push the Shambler people off. I'll grab Crunchy and try to like heave him. You grab the book and run, okay? Like, I'll try to, I guess. Now, mind you, the size of a finger on the inside, so. Yeah. How how big are the, the yes, I mean, I assume they're like Yithians, but the how creatures, big are they? They're yeah, 15 the feet high. They're at least 15 feet. Their cone is 15 feet high. So they're so like, they're like they're, massive, like they're no, big. no yeah. hope of killing them. Okay. Well, well, I don't know. I I don't know what to hit. I, I don't know what they're to hit on it. So it's you can not... you can kill an elephant. Yeah, but that, <laughs> yeah. Well, but with a hammer, no, I don't think so. I think you just okay. I think you more just bother it and then maybe make it angry. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Let's go in. Let's go in. I'll throw the hammer. I'll throw the hammer at it. You get crunchy. I'll like distract them. You get no, crunchy. Uh, no. Get the portfolio. Hit the, hit the shamblers that are holding crunchy, so I can grab him and go. Okay, right, let's go. Let's go. All right, all right, go. One, two, three, go. Okay. <laughs> you burst through the door, screaming, yelling, running forward. Uh, Harold, your heart jumps as you think, "My team, they're rescuing me." Um, crunchy, crunchy. Not Harold. There is a moment of um, bizarre alien confusion as you come running into the, the room. Uh, some of the creatures seem to have been in the process of working on things. Uh, they, they, I don't know, they don't really startle, but they're obviously startled. They're, they're wheeling around trying to figure out what's going on. Um, what are each of you describe it for me? There's four of them. There's one that's that's a that's pretty close to Crunchy, and there's Shamblers holding him down. So, uh, and then there's other ones around the room. So, right, which so ones plan. are you going for? We're going. I I'm going to the table. Line towards the, the portfolio. Okay, the portfolio is almost on the opposite side of the room, so you've got to kind of weave your way between these tables with these horrifying things on them and passed a couple of the uh, the conical creatures. Can I slide under a table? Like a um, yeah, I don't know why not. Um, 
we'll have you do a dexterity roll. Um, <laughs> it was a bad idea. Really. Crunchy, uh, you're lying there, and as soon as this huge distraction starts, and it almost seems like these huge creatures lose their concentration, the shamblers all just seem to drop their arms to the sides and stop holding you on the table. Uh, Joey, what are you going to do? All right, so I'm going to take advantage of this chaos. I'm going to run down till I'm within range. Um, so if they've all let um, Crunchy go, um, I'm well, just going to take... Yeah, that, that's happening. All of, This is all happening at the same time. Okay, so I'm going to run down and I'm going to uh, shoot the nearest beast that's, ne- that's near Crunchy. Um, okay. Whether it's something restraining him or the big thing that has its claws looming over him. Okay. I will give you a bonus die because the things are big. Okay. I'll give you a choice. Bonus die because the things are big if you just shoot them in the middle. Uh, I'll just give you a regular roll if you're trying to shoot them in the what looks like their head. You know, I think that at this point, Joey's pretty amped up and he's just going to shoot at that thing, hoping that it'll lose focus for a second and just give Crunchy the time to... to Okay. All right, um, that would be a hard. Okay. When your bullet hits the thing, um, it, it, it's like you're shooting, um, I don't want to say, something fat and soft. Uh, it makes that sort of squat sound, and the creature immediately reacts. You've, you know, you've hit it. Um, this dark black greenish blood seems to flow from the wound and the creature is clicking wildly in the air and trying to move out of the building. Uh, Gary, what did you try to do? Uh, I'm going with Marcus to go rescue Crunchy from the shamblers. Okay. First call, he was able um, to try to grab him and lift him Harold, how did you do? Well, I tried to slide under a table like I'm in an action movie, but I failed my roll, so I figure I, I banged my head. <laughs> what happens is, is you go to slide under the roll, not realizing that there's blood and gore all over the floor. Oh, shit. So you are suddenly coated in gore. Um, uh, and uh, and it's slippery, so you've, you've failed to get back up again at the moment. Um, the worst worst rescue ever. <laughs> oh, you worked for rescuing. You heard it got the book. So hey. Crunchy. What do you want to do? Yeah. You're you're suddenly like not being held or not being held very well. And my buddies are coming. Yeah, I'm gonna break free. Um right. and if I see like something that looks like a weapon that I can grab in do the a process. Fighting brawl. Yeah, do a fighting brawl. There are definitely bizarre medical weapons, or not weapons, medical well, instruments. First medical tools, yeah. <laughs> I got an odd nine. Uh, okay, and, yeah, okay. And my unarmed is 25. Yeah, you kick one of these things in the head. Uh, you rip your arm, uh, you rip your hand away from one. There is a strange sort of cross between a sickle and a saw that's, uh, that's on the table. You grab that, slash out. Nice. Cut cut the throats of one of the the creatures, the shamblers. Um, and I break is... into song. I'm singing the immigrant song. 
Harold is on the floor, uh, but he's getting up. He's covered in gore. Of course, it's all in grayscale, which is even worse. Um, there is suddenly pandemonium. These creatures don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, uh, they're now bleeding the way that thing did before. They're calling out this. Hor- it, it's a horrible klaxon sort of sound like uh, you'd hear on a ship or a yeah and um there's ultimately chaos but it seems like in the next round they're going to regain their composure um so harold start with harold um i need you to once again do a dexterity roll to see if you can get to that book Uh, success. Okay. So you managed to get to the book. Um, Harold, you managed to hop off the, the thing and uh, onto your feet. Uh, but this uh, this creature is going to swing its claw in your direction. Um, you can, well, I'd say do a dodge roll. Crunchy. Oh, crunchy. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Right, crunchy. I failed my dodge roll quite badly. Okay. I got an 84. The Damn. thing hits you with its claw uh, and it knocks you down. Uh, it does. Uh, oh, boy. Bye, guys. It, it does two two points of damage, ah. is all. Oh, ah. like but it knocks yeah. you. You're, you're off your but feet. But I'm on the ground. Okay. And uh, and uh, Marcus and uh, Gary are running up to you to help you up. You guys I'm also a- can do a dexterity rolls. Okay. I'm going to send six points of luck to make that. Okay. No, I'm not incredibly dexterous. Okay. It just means that Marcus shoves you out of the way as he runs forward to grab uh, Crunchy. And uh, you lose your balance. Um, Sorry, dude. Come on. Just cover the way. I'm running. (laughs) Joey, you've shot one of them. What are you going to do? Um, Are there any... Is there anything getting either in the way of Harold trying to get the book or reaching to grab uh, Crunchy again? There's not. There's actually none of them near that weird machine. Okay, um, the the cone shaped machine, right? Okay, um, he could well, literally Harold, reach reach out right in front of him and grab it now. Okay, so am I near to the machine then? No, you're kind of in the middle of the room. Okay, well then I'm going to provide cover and just. Um, it seems like Harold's got this under control. He's making his way to the book. Um, I guess I will run closer to the machine with Harold. I want to see what this thing's doing. Is it like a lens? Like it's reading the book? Okay. Um, so you're moving in that direction. Uh, Garion's fallen. Uh, Crunchy's gotten back up onto it, or, or Harold's up on his feet. Uh, Crunchy, you've, uh, you're getting back up. Uh, and Marcus is, what are you going to, you're, you're trying to help Crunchy? I'm gonna help him get up and we're just gonna I'm gonna grab him and we're gonna run. Do a do a we'll call it a you know the brawl brawl road firefighting brawl. It's really a maneuver, but maneuver, yeah. 
Fuck, that was nope. I failed. That was really close, though. Okay, I, I'm not spending nine points of luck though. The uh, the the gore on the floor is making it difficult, but uh, uh, so there are three of you at the moment that are down. Harold, what are you going to do? If I'm up there, I'll just snatch the book and okay. When you snatch the book and pull it out, you can see that the pages in it are extremely bright and vivid, though you don't recognize the artwork the way you did in the apartment. Um, it looks different, but you, you didn't throw a thumb through the entire book. Um, when you grab it, and Joey, you notice this as well, uh, little lights and things start winking out all over the machine, and the noise, the sort of general low hum, uh, it changes in pitch. But you've got the book in your hands. It changes pitch after I, yeah. once I remove once it. Once you grab it, yeah. Are there, any, are there any other nearby like exit signs, like a, a closer Well, exit? there's the whole back of the building, which is open to the outside. Um, there might be more of those things outside, though. But I'll just go back the way I came in. Go back through the front? Yeah. Right, so, no, Joey, no, you're no, seeing no, him no grab the book and, and then with less lighting, yeah. Uh, okay. Marcus Green and Crunchy, I need you to do uh, dex rolls to see if you guys get up and get out of the way as these creatures are now regaining their composure. Joey, made you a hard success. do anything. Okay. Oh, one. I nice. I made a hard, but I've been two. I make an extreme. Well, maybe you guys scramble in a manner that gets you near the, all those torn up chairs and stuff, uh, which gives you a way out. The, the creatures can't really easily follow, but they have suddenly activated their shamblers. Um but you guys are all heading towards the exits. Joey, did you want to do anything? Sure. I'm going to take a quick look at that machine. Was the book sitting on like a pedestal or? Right. Yeah. It was like on a little table right underneath the point of that machine. And it did seem to have a kind of a glow to it. Okay. You get the impression that it was like, almost like a component in the machine. Hmm. Okay. Um, do a, do a spot hidden for me, Joey. That's a success. Success. You also notice that the machine's complex, complicated, lots of things. But right in the middle of that thing that's coming down, right what would have been right above where the book is, there is a little slot. And in that slot is a blue disc that looks exactly like the one that you've got in your pocket. Is there room for one more? No. But it doesn't look like it would be hard to pull out. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it out and see what happens. Okay. You pull it out, the machine turns off. Um, the disc is in your hand, it's warm. Uh, looks very similar to the other one, though yeah, you can't really compare it. Pandemonium's everywhere, so you've you're probably just grabbing it and running. Um, yeah, um hmm. but the machine itself is turned off. And the creatures are the creatures are regaining their composure. They're going to attack you. It looks like some of them are reaching 
best I could describe them would be is they look like old-fashioned cameras. They're about this big. They seem to have this sort of foldy thing on the front with a lens. But they seem to be reaching for some of those things. Could be a weapon. Sure. Um, Can I... Uh, how many actions can I take here? Is it, can I can I take a pot shot at one and run? Sure, you can take a pot shot while you're running. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to spend five points to make that a regular success. Okay. Uh, you you hit another one, and it actually has that thing in its hand, but it drops it. Uh, you definitely can hurt these things. Okay. Um, and the other ones are are. I mean, it seems like they're reacting to that. They're they're afraid of you shooting that thing, but they are going to point those cameras. Are going to take your picture? What you know? But you guys are running for the door. Okay, and as I run, I'm going to sort of hold that disc like behind my head, like a shield or something, as I run. Just as you guys hit the front of the theater, well, the the door is going into the lobby. Uh, there is a flash of light and a thunderclap. And uh, any of you who might happen to have been looking back at the time, you see a bolt of lightning shoot out of that camera light gun uh, that misses. It hits part of the balcony and which almost explodes when it gets hit and stuff comes raining down, but you are through those doors. It's fucking lightning guns. Oh God, it's a fucking lightning uh, gun. <laughs> dude, did you see that? It was so cool. Yeah, let's not get hit by it. Not cool. Not cool. Not right now. If we had one, maybe, but if it's being shot at us, no, run. So you you run out the front of the theater and for the moment, there is nothing on that side, but you can hear Alarms and we're just gonna keep running. We're we gonna make distance. <laughs> just keep running. Yeah, Let's yeah. get back Let's to the go. apartment. Two discs are better than one, eh? We also have the portfolio back. Yeah, we'll go back to the apartment now. We have the portfolio. Yeah, right. I think I, I think I got this figured out. If we put the book down and put in the Earth disc, it'll send us back to Earth, right? You know, I was kind what? of thinking that, but I wasn't gonna stick around and let them zap me while I tried that. Yeah, all right. Good. Well, the book was gone at that point, too. So we have, I see you all running out the front of the theater. You've got both discs and the book. You're, you're running straight for the hotel where you were. Uh, you run in the front door uh, past uh, Mr. Goldberg and all that who's still there. Uh, you run uh, up the stairs to the fifth floor and you're whistler fellow has now managed to have crossed the hallway and he's heading for a door with a key in his hand um the door across extremely the, slowly is yeah. it across the hall it's from Arnie's? perhaps across the hall yeah. yeah um you run into uh arnie's room which is exactly the way that you left it and what do you do i guess put the portfolio down and start looking through maybe there's something here yeah. Okay. The folio, folio back where back where it was. The folio is different. It shows 
a bizarre alien sort of story of uh, a world where these somewhat slug-like creatures, uh, yeah, they seem to, uh, it's, it's hard to interpret because as you're looking, it's brightly colored. Uh, they seem to have lived in this society that was somewhat peaceful. Uh, and, and there's this machine that they had created. And you see them transferring their minds from their, uh, from their original bodies into these conical-shaped things. And you've seen there's vivid pictures of these conical-shaped things. They seem to live in a place where there are no flowers, but there are huge green trees and pines and ferns that are gigantic and huge cities that they've built and something that looks kind of like an airplane, but it's shaped differently and huge things that sail the seas and strange animals, some of them that look an awful lot like dinosaurs. And you see then that they are beginning to transfer their essences out of those bodies into what look like large beetles. Uh, it's there, quite bizarre. I would like you all to do sanity goals. I guess it's seems to, seems to be there, worming its way into your mind. Is yes. there uh, was there original form like humanoid or is it like just animal? No, it was more like. Um, I'd say like two-headed slug things. Okay, and then they transferred into like what we saw, and then the trenches are into beetles, right. and it's like it keeps going and keeps going. It seems like important. they've been transferring into other bodies for a while. Um, there do seem to be some of the panels that almost indicate that they were that they had switched places with some humans as well. Was there? I failed. When is I saw any... that, I was like, that's too freaky. All right. I passed, but is there like any notations like on the drawings? Not that you could read. There's maybe margins have some sort of calligraphy in them that you, you can't decipher. Um, though it does look a little like the stuff on the disc. The book itself seems to be not really composed of paper, but something something that feels silky like paper but maybe it's metal you're not sure like um if you fail that sanity roll let's take a couple of points of sanity damage so is this is this a different is this not the same portfolio or what doesn't look the same it, it looks it, it looks like a different story or a weirder story a story maybe from the alien perspective um there is a sound outside. That piping and that that alarm seems to be moving towards the building. Uh, if you look out the window, you can see these creatures, at least three of them, with a horde of shamblers are moving down the street towards your building. They probably want the disc back. So maybe we actually, maybe we, how about this? We leave the other disc and then we just book it so they take it back. No, well, I think, I think, and tell, Joey, tell me if you agree with this, because I think we had the same idea. We put the book down, right? And then we put in the other disc that was in the Amazon thing, because that's probably the one that corresponds to Earth, well, as, 
the one that they had in corresponds to you know this hell dimension it could yeah that that's my thought i'm gonna try something real quick i'm gonna touch the two that's my thing nothing they don't feel any different they're discs the warmth from the other disc is all now dissipated as well i I assume it's just they're like it's their version of technology so it's like their version of a cd so computer yeah yeah. and are they identical in terms of we gotta go back and put the other one in yeah, we got to go put the other one in. So maybe if we give up the other one, maybe they'll put the other one in because they need the disc. So but maybe they're too smart for that. Does the yeah, noise... I think they seem like geniuses or something. In like some kind of fucked up way. Yeah. Does the noise sound like it's coming from the front of the building, like the main entrance? It's getting closer. Yeah. I mean, you can see in the direction of the theater. If you look out, the, you can see they're coming in this direction. How many of those things are coming out? Is it just one and a horde? There's three of them and a horde of, of Okay, so there was four in the building. So there's only They can't one get into the building, but the shamblers can. Oh, yeah, for sure. So the goal is, like, if we can get back to the theater and put the thing in, maybe we'll do something. Let's not go in through the front door, though. Could Let's go to the back, into... yeah. Let's go to the we... fire escape and go to the back. Can we yeah, get through the roof, maybe? Maybe give them don't, a... don't You don't want to go through the back. These big things can get through the loading dock. You want to go through the front, the way you guys... That's the way we want to go. Well, there were more we, than we, three, so some of them have stayed there. Yeah, that's is there a is there a roof entrance? Like, could we get up like a ladder and then go to the roof? You don't know. Somehow you feel that if imagine. it's not if it's not drawn, it's not there. Yeah, so <laughs> there's probably not a very detailed back. So we just got to go. We got to go around. We got to because they're not that fast. So if we just juke them. Come on, let's let's watch them go into the front door. Then we'll go down the the fire, fire escape, escape yeah. and I, and head right to the front door and put this disc in. I guess right. okay. Yeah, we'll try to give them the runaround, like have them yeah. go in the front and then go out the back. The Benny Hill the, um, song. The fire so escape playing. goes down into the street in the front, so mm. that's right where they'll all be. Yeah, so we're gonna do it now. We'll take the fire escape now when we run. Well, okay. What about the roof? Can we hop over to another? Yeah, could we hop building and go oh, down cool. another? How far is the distance actually? Parkour. Yeah. We'll uh, see. I. Is there a back door to the building? Oh yeah, there's definitely a back door. Let's go to the back probably door. also a basement. Um, you could theoretically jump from the roof of this building onto another building. Um, it would be a jump. I... Back door sounds safer. Yeah, let's yeah. not. I don't want to well, fall to my death. door where they're not, and then yeah, loop and get. We ha- the only thing we have advantages is we're faster than them. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I I like the idea of jumping from roof. No, roof. thank you. <laughs> I did my one stupid thing already. Come on with yeah. You. you um you quickly then run down the stairs, uh, and as you're running down the stairs, uh, you can hear those things are almost outside, um. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you glance in that direction as you get to the bottom and you can see that the shamblers are already uh, at the front door. They're coming up to the front door. Weirdly, some of them don't seem to be able to figure out how to open the door. Because it's not it's not a person in there. Um, but you can hear that that gunshot clicking from those, those creatures. Uh, you head to the back door and you open it up. And uh, it's far less detailed. It's de- there's definitely an alleyway 
Uh, there are other buildings in this direction, but those buildings are are just rectangular shapes with very little detail on them. But it's it looks like there's nothing back here. You then can hear noises inside the building behind you of probably those things coming in the front door. They finally figured it out. So All right, we, we keep going. Escape out the back, like there's nothing there. Or? No, there's. I mean, there's buildings. It's just they're not very well detailed. We'll just take the alley. We'll just go the alley and go left, and just yeah, run a few buildings and go. Just, go out the, the long way around. Okay. Head towards the direction of the theater. Okay. So you run down. You end up coming out somewhere on, uh, on Main Street. Um. But when you when you're you're you say you're in an alley just off of Main Street, and you poke your head around there, there seem to be dozens of these shamblers now in the street, and there are a couple more of those cone things uh, moving around. Look, it's obviously that they're looking for you guys. Yeah. Okay. We just gotta move fast and keep running. I would like. Uh, who's got the book? Who's got the book? Who's got the discs? Discs. Portfolio. Okay. I would like the two of you to do dexterity. As you I rolled a luck. two under... I failed. Two under 70. Burn your luck. Burn Man. your luck. Well, I don't want you to burn luck in this case. Um, okay. No, I got that. I got an extreme success on mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're you're holding onto those discs and hopping over things and um uh but Harold, as Harold's moving along, his uh his foot seems to get caught on a stray piece of blank canvas and um and he trips. And as he falls forward, he instinctively holds the book out and it hits the ground first and he lands on top of it. When that happens, everything around you seems to shake like an earthquake for just oh. a moment. And then it seems to stop as Harold is you know, panting and standing back up with the book. In guys, his guys, guys. Uh, rip out pages of the book. Pages of the book? What if, what if that kills us? Uh... uh. <laughs> Throw the book on the ground again. What happens? I'll throw the book on the ground again. The same thing. It's like the second it hits that ground, everything lurches. And did I look through every single page previously? Not necessarily, but you've thumbed through them. Man, I don't know. I don't have any ideas. What do you guys think? Should we do, do what Marcus says? Just... Can you... Uh, I mean, air page out. See what Does happens. Your go through the book. Can you? No. Page I want to flip through the back. Are there any pages that kind of look like our area? No, it's it's all this very bizarre stuff. Sure, tear, tear one page out. See what happens. Is it all like right, or is it like I'll bound, or it has like those breakaway bits to it? I'll tear. I'll pull out a page or tear it up. Okay. So Harold, you grab a hold of one of the pages, and 
how are you going to tear it out? Uh, you're going to tear it like this? You're going to tear it like this? I mean, is it, it's like it's like an art book, like with ropes, like the string, or is it like bound? It's it's a bound folio. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Uh, well, first of all, if I get blotted out of existence, it's Garen's fault. Uh, second of all, I will quickly pull it off like a Band-Aid. Like, okay. So you grab a hold of one of the pages and you rip. And as you rip, there is this tremendous sound like, um, like the universe being torn. And as you guys are standing there in the, you're sort of in the alley, you're sort of on Main Street, um, this jagged gash rips its way across the sky and everything above it turns black. Okay, so let's not do that again. That was, yeah, that was bad. I that did. was exciting. Was pretty yes, exciting. That was, but mm, okay, let's go do, let's do plan A again. Let's get, let's back to the machine. Hey, does somebody still have one of those colored markers? Yeah. They're not colored. They're on one of these pages. Okay. I'm, I have Every, illustration really high, so I can draw something. Um, at, at this can point, we draw you can something f- into existence? Is that what the idea? The Go paper's ahead, in your hand. Okay, I'm going to... Draw a tank. I'll, tr- <laughs> I'll, tr- I'll try to draw, like, a... Uh, one of my characters. Uh, I'm going to try to draw, uh, you know, mutant girl from Saturn. Columbus. Columbus. You're, I'm going to I'm going to draw Columbus the Wise. Columbus the Wise. You're dr- you're you're drawing on the on the page that's already got drawings all over it. Yeah, right. I'll, like, the, the blank I'll, ones. There's no blank ones. Okay, now hmm. can I find like an empty space anywhere? Like just a small empty space. I mean, not really. It's 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 like our backgrounds. It's yeah. Although well, this is more modern looking. This is all alien stuff. But I'll just try to draw over it as best as I can, so it okay. still works. Um, when you place your drawing instrument against the page, and you move the pen, pencil, whatever it is. Um, there is once again a tremendous um, screechy noise, like uh, like uh, fingernails on a blackboard, and whatever you are scribbling seems to appear somewhere oddly, you know, in the environment around you. We're in the page. We're in the book. We're in the pages of the book. Fucking hell. Oh, it's scribble knots. But can I draw? No, don't, I try to no, draw don't, a machine don't, gun? Don't. Now, we, in, in addition to this, now you are hearing these creatures, which just immediately make you feel like they're panicking. Yeah, we're um, they're, they're piping very loudly. Okay, we need to get back to that machine because I think now, if we tear more this pages up, out, come on. They're scared. I think it will kill oh, us. Them. No. no, I think it will kill us. Okay, okay. Are you going to grab some of the pages? No, no, I'm not gonna force. Okay, we're running anything. to the theater now. We're gonna put that back in the machine, use the other disc, and hope it works. I don't want to get close to them. They scare well, me. You can, you can wait outside. Well, they're all out here. <laughs> or most of them are. Let's get to the theater. 
And if it oh. worse, we can hold the gun and then it, they won't. I shoot don't at think it, we so. can get to the theater. There's so many of them in the street. We gotta fucking try. Come on. Do Let's you? You still book. have the discs, right, Joey? Yeah. All right, whatever you guys say. Look, I might obviously I don't know the right thing to do because they captured me and I almost died and you guys saved me. So I'll do what you say. <laughs> Let's go into the theater. Let's see how it is there. Okay. There aren't that many of them there. It becomes very quickly apparent that you can't get anywhere near the theater. Uh, oh. If if they see you they will then know which direction you are. Uh-huh. Um, and they are unrelenting. They are trying to find you or stop you or, and their, and the fate that you would suffer would obviously be chopped up into pieces and put back together. Okay. And, so guys, so what happens if I touch the book with a disc? Nothing. God, it's not that works, dude. I think. So okay, okay, guys, listen. Say we hold the book, and then we have a hand on a page. If we basically hostage it to basically we're to rip a page out, will they let us go through? That's not a bad idea. Is there like a roof access? I mean, could we like go on the rooftops to the theater? Of where? Into the theater, like. Well, you've already discussed that. If if it's not drawn, it's not there. Like the adjacent. Exactly. Draw a fire, uh, a letter, a fire escape. I don't, there's not that, exact well, space. I, I, think, I think that's the key. We should draw whatever we think we need. Like, draw a door that takes us home and let's go through it. Okay. So he was able to draw on the walls and it didn't do anything other than draw on the walls. Like, the book like in domain. the book, should we? You think if I drew like a machine gun or like a no, because yeah. it wouldn't because I think it'd be too macro scale missile launcher. I don't. What happened to the guy that you drew? <laughs> there yeah, is a strange. To... There is a strange scribble in the sky where he. It just goes on the roof because we're in the page. We're in like a we're in like a like a I guess a pocket space. It's How do we can't get back to the theater? So we. We got to figure out something with the book. I don't know let's what it try is. The, let's gotta... try the hostage thing. Let's try the hostage thing. I'll I'll do it if I feel like we can't we talk to him. Like but we ended up notice hold a lighter up to it. They won't know what a lighter is. Well, then hold a page and like look like you're gonna tear it if you don't if you don't let it go through. So, all right. Like I said, I'll do what you guys think. I I I've literally just. Could you do a knowledge roll? I got a 10. Okay. It does occur to you that the second that any of them know where you are, you guys are doomed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. What do we do? Yep, we got to destroy the book. Destroy the book. All right, you want to destroy the book? Let's... Who We're votes to destroy it? Actually, okay, everyone, it okay, how about this? All of us grab a single page and we'll just see what happens. Well, maybe we should go to the apartment first and then... Maybe, maybe uh, good luck. I don't think we can. They're up there. The shamblers are already up there. We don't have any time. We got to do something now. We can either draw in this or tear it apart and destroy it. 
Hands up. All Who right. wants to draw on it? I'll, all right. Let's try something else then. I'm going to rip, I'm, I'm going to rip like a corner off. Okay. Same thing. You, you rip the corner. You hear a tremendous cracking, tearing noise in the sky, and the top of the Crocker building is suddenly sliced off, leaving nothing but a, a black void. Oof. I don't think that's going to... Here, hold on. I'm going to tear a piece off of a little piece off of the bottom of a page so that there's okay. like a black bit on the ground. Okay. All right. You uh you grab the little corner of a the bottom of a page and you start to tear it. Same thing, except that there is a vibration in the ground. And you can see that what you've done is there is a black line moving in not exactly in your direction, but in the street ahead of you. And when you pull the page loose, part of it opens up as if it was just a a black void. In the All right, I'm going to toss something in there. Like, um, maybe I had like a Coke can in my bag. Okay. Um, you take the Coke can, you toss it into the crevasse, and the second it clears the hole, it's just not there anymore. I want to grab a pocket knife out of my pocket. I want to cut a circle in the page. See what that does. Cut a hole? Yeah, in the page. In the page? Hmm. Same thing. Exactly what you'd think. A big hole opens. Um, we'll say it opens in the building in, uh, ahead of you. Uh, but it's not like it's not like a three-dimensional hole. There is just black so it's not like a Doctor Strange style portal. It's like it's screen. removed that part of the universe. Can I can I stick just like my finger in the hole? <laughs> Bad idea, man. Put it in the book. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You uh, get close to that hole. You uh, reach forward, and your finger goes into blackness. It doesn't feel like anything. Um, it's not colder or hotter. And you pull your finger back, and your finger's fine. Stick my head through. <laughs> that was Stick nuts. Your head through. Stick my head through. <laughs> um, you, you put your head through, and. Uh, you think that there is something in there, but you can feel it more than you can see it. A kind of general softness inside there. Kind of warm, not too warm. Kind of wet a little bit, but not wet. It's a strange sensation. But it doesn't hurt you. What do you see? I'm Is it just back. blackness? It's <laughs> blackness. You can't see man, anything. You're crazy, man. Can I pull my head out again? Yes. Well, no fucking idea. It's just black, but there's something in there. You know, maybe 
you know, J- Joey, grab onto the back of my belt or something, and I'm going to yeah, see if I can know. hop in. You're not going to go in that. Yeah, I'm about, yeah. I'm all about this. Yep. Yeah, they did this in the Twilight Zone. It worked. It was fine. Yeah, go for hop it. Hop in, hop out. I, I mean, right. I'm fine. I stuck my head in. Good science. All right. So, Garen, you, um, with their assistance, so that they don't let you go, um, you do realize that gravity doesn't seem to be playing a role in this. But once you're maybe mostly in, um, your hands come across something uh, that's hard. Um, It doesn't seem to be flat, but slightly curved. Uh, It's got a um an odd texture to it it's definitely solid like a wall uh but not slightly rough but uh you can't you don't feel any seams like uh on the other hand maybe there is a seam there does seem to be some sort of seam but it's not running this way or this way it's kind of just curved. Can I take the end of a hammer and sort of stick it in the seam? Um, you can't stick it in, but uh, uh, it seems to like it's, it's almost like the seam has is all is like it's on the verge of healed, like it's one solid thing. Maybe it's just a scratch or something that's in it. Knock on it. Hello, is it hollow? It makes an odd noise when you knock on it, almost kind of a hollow noise. Can I hit it and try to smack through? Can I try to smack it? Do a do a brawl roll. Okay. Yeah, it's a regular pass. Okay. So what are the rest of you doing? I'm, I'm holding on to him so he doesn't fall in. I mean, he's I'm probably holding. I'm probably like it. holding onto the book and just holding it. In my he's just, he's, he's obviously like, describing all of this to you as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess sound goes through. Aaron, I'm, you you hit it good and hard with your hammer, and there is a cracking noise, as if you've put a crack in the wall. Um, Gives you almost an odd muffled eggshell sort of feel when you hit it. Uh, it wasn't hard enough to actually break through, but you're pretty sure there is a crack in that wall. Keep hitting it. Uh, okay, I'll keep hitting it. Okay. You hit it good and hard. There is, and how are you guys keeping him from falling in? You're all holding on to him. Mm-hmm. I assume uh, Joey's grabbing his like belt, and then I'm. Well, he's not. He's kind of leaning into it. So well, then I guess Joey should probably like grab around his legs. But you guys are all holding on to him. Oh, okay. He hauls back and he hits it one last time. There is a weird, almost wet sounding crack, and. The universe behind you seems to just sort of collapse, and uh, Garen 
falls forward and the, 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 the force of his movement yanks all of you uh, through and into the darkness. And there is a moment of wetness on your, on your faces as you suddenly find yourself flung out or falling out of something and you hit the ground and in that moment you sort of open your eyes and you are back in Arnie's apartment only all the color is back and your friend Arnie is lying on the ground with his skull that has been bashed open from the inside oh no and he is dead. We were in his mind. Oh, Karen, bud, you saved us, but you killed Arnie. Killed you killed, killed Arnie. Okay, oh. guys, guys. There is blood everywhere. <laughs> and brain matter all over your faces. Do I have the hammer still? Yes, you do. Are we tiny? No, you're full grown. Guys, I, I think just got go ahead and... his mind. Wipe the fingerprints off. Uh, okay, so I, I, guys? I believe I'd like to roll a sanity. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, do you roll your sanity? I barely made it, but it's like, oh, I'd like try not to scream. It's like, hmm. I, I did I succeed. Failed. I started with base 40 sanity. So, yeah. Um, if you failed your sanity, I'm going to make you roll a 1d6 in this case. Um, yeah. if you if you pass 1d4. What'd you get, Garen? <laughs> I got a five. Okay. You're probably, you might pass out from just like, get, and we got five or more. Uh, do an intelligence roll. Um, oh, I'm, I, my intelligence is 80. Yeah. Yeah, I passed. Passed. Okay. Uh, what happens if you, you pass, I guess? You fully realize what the hell may have just happened. Um, do a 1d8. Okay. Do I even have? Okay, I got a six. Six. Um, six is paranoia. You start to think that you've been set up and that they all planned this and, uh, and that some sort of horrible conspiracy that they are doing to you because probably because you're the leader of the, or the you know, wannabe leader or whatever you are. You, you just don't trust them all of a sudden. That's gonna it was you, for, wasn't it, Marcus? You set last. me up. Do I look like I want to be covered in brain matter to you? You set me up. Do I look like you, I want to be in this situation? You didn't want to sell me machine man number one. Why does that have to be about this right now? That I was. Garen, Garen, take it easy. What would Columbus do? Uh, he would see both sides of the situation. That's right. Oh, God. Well, on the one hand, maybe he set me up. On the other hand, okay, maybe he guys, didn't set me up. So, Tom? Yeah. Are are we like covered in brain material? Am am I hurt? I had two points of damage uh, um, from the creature. Like you, yeah, you're still injured. Okay, um, so that was real. Yeah, and you've somehow got this. You know, it it really would appear as if you were inside of his brains, and you popped out and somehow went back to normal size. And we shattered still have his the discs? skull in the process. You still have the discs, and you still and have, have his, the remnants of the book. You have and the book. Did we? And I this, think we. 
I think we can the fragments ripped off too. Max, stop. The book is Arnie's book. It is not the alien book that you had before. Although it is somewhat smeared with uh, Arnie's blood. And uh, I'll just give you this. What do you guys do? <laughs> How do you right. end your story? Because you're the only people in the apartment. Arnie's been had his brain smashed in with what looks like a hammer. Okay, guys. I didn't want to be in this situation, but listen. We are going to leave the hammer there. We are all going to get this fucking brain matter off of us. And we were all going to leave it as someone came in and attacked him and we were never here or we went in and we saw, we report that we saw it happen. And we just also, if anyone asks us, just say we never did it. We don't know. We just walked in and saw it happen and nothing else. Because if you try to make a big story about it, they'll think you did it. Okay. So just how much time has passed, Tom? Oh yeah. What time it is? Um, it is currently like 1115 in the morning. So Almost no time has passed. Yeah, that that works, Marcus. Yeah, first we, to get we the broke shit down the door, and no, no, we tried to help him. And it's all honest, we're trying to help him. Yeah, and okay. I mean, we gotta we gotta wreck the scene. Yeah, Say he killed himself with the hammer, maybe? No, 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 um, no. Some some somebody broke in and killed him, and we found him here. Like some yeah, some dude like ran into us like. Splayed shit on us and then ran past us. Which and and Garen, you you just natural instinct picked up the hammer, so you got your fingerprints all over it. Yeah, no, we didn't see anybody. Okay, we didn't witness anything because they're gonna ask us all about that. Yeah, we didn't see. So anything. you guys walked in. You guys broke in. Well, you guys, you, you, it sounds yeah, like you got a, a fairly. We heard uh, it. We heard yeah, a scream. Yeah. Okay. Do we hear a man outside whistling, for chance? Um, no, he's gone into his apartment. The window's still open, right? That is correct. I opened it. So, yeah, somebody went down the fire escape as as we broke down the door. And so, call the cops. Okay. So, we heard we heard Mr. Spiegler call for help. We also, we could always, we could, we could call this in anonymously and leave a tip. None of that yeah, ever happened. Now they know but, we came here. The yeah, they know we came here, so guy. we got to report yeah. it. We got to yeah. report. We got to call the cops. Yeah, okay, and let's none do of that it. ever happened. I don't care what you guys say. None of that ever happened. That stays between will, us and no one else. <laughs> and we'll tell him that he stole Mr. Spiegler's portfolio. Then I'll grab the portfolio and put him in, in my bag. What do you do oh, with the dude. discs? The great loss magnet. magnet uh, we could leave the discs here, honestly. Joey's got them. We can't leave them. Can we? I don't think. The I mean, those creatures, those creatures might come back. Then leave them the discs. They don't, they don't need them. I That's think for us to find us, we should just hold on to him. It's All right, to you, Joey. so you hold on to him. All right, so in a day, the shock's going to hit us fucking hard. We'll just say that you guys get away with it. You, uh, they believe you. Why would you hurt Arnie? He was your friend. Yeah. You walked in on somebody who had murdered Arnie and uh, stolen his magnum opus, and uh, it's only been a few minutes since you got here, so. It you know makes perfect sense. Um, of course, you do know that if you ever, if you ever show that book to anyone, they'll know yeah. that you are the one who stole the book. 
epilogue. Guys, I'll go back to your somewhat normal lives, perhaps maybe seek therapy or something later on. But San Damiel has a lot of artists, a lot of starving artists, a lot of people who are trying to make their way into the world of art. And across town, there's another little apartment building and um, a fellow who is a struggling artist. Um, here's his doorbell ring and he goes to his door and he opens it up and looks down and there is a package from Amazon, which he opens and inside he finds a large blue disc. And that's the end of our story. So. Oh, so good, Tom. What was going on? I have a guess, but you tell me. <laughs> the Yithians, which mm -hmm. you did figure that out. The Yithians are doing their little experiments. They're trying to find out uh, more about humans, uh, their biology. I mean, they've done some experiments before, but this is just another one. This had to do with a lot of brain capacity. So they are able, I mean, they're the ones responsible for sending the disc to Arnie. And what Arnie didn't realize that there was once that he was connected to the disc, which he just had to pick it up. Once he was connected to the disc, the Ithians had access to his mind. And the first thing they did was they started to pump historical information into his brain to see what the capacity. For Arnie, what this was, was inspiration. He suddenly had all of these just incredibly bizarre, vivid pictures in his mind, and he started creating his folio, thinking that it was inspiration. And he worked on it and worked on it and worked on it, and he began to become uncomfortable. And as his discomfort grew, just before you arrive, he realized that that he'd reached capacity. They were trying to force more and more and more information into his brain. That's why he yells, there's no more room, you know? And uh, they realized that they were, there was difficulty with their experiment. As you came inside, I don't know how you'd say it, maybe they activated the disc or something like that, but it caused you all to be sucked in along with the book into Arnie's mind, into the computer that they'd created out of his brain. And they pulled other people into that world as well. It was created out of Arnie's imagination. And um, the other human beings that got pulled in there, they were experimenting on them. They were chopping them up, putting them back together. They didn't really know our anatomy, so they were putting them back together wrong. Um, and then when they were like, all right, we've experimented enough on you, um, go outside and patrol in case there are any other humans, and then we'll come and collect them and do more experiments on them. So the reason why the shambler reacted the way he did is because that was his job. He was going yeah. immediately back to tell them, hey, there's some humans over there that we can capture for you and bring you think back they so get better can... after like the first 50. What, what's the significance of the slow motion people? 
it was they were just sort of out of time. They were in the real world. They were people that Harold knew. I mean, that um, Arnie knew that lived in the building. Um, and so they were sort of there. There wasn't much you could do with them because they were, they weren't, they were correspondent to the real world. Um, they we're in like a computer, we're in like a weird Yiffian simulation on top of our world. But the Yiffians could collect them and use them and do things to them if they wanted to. They had plenty. Um, they just didn't have anybody running around like the Shamblers, which is what you were, which alarmed them. They were going to dissect you. And Was there anything else we could have done? No, I mean, you could have done, you were, you were on your way to do all sorts of things, but to escape, probably not. You had to, that and machine was what was maintaining the world. If you'd have torn up the book, the same thing would have happened. You would have found yourself in a soft, round, warm, black area. Which was Arnie's now. skull. Which is like, <laughs> I don't know how that works, but hey. Uh, Super cool. I so I was like, bust your way out. I was <laughs> really feeling <laughs> around in his Menenges or something. Yeah. Cracked skull. It's like. Little cortex here. It's like know. some weird cosmic binary level thing. It's like, what the holy shit. Well, let me go ahead and finish up. Our players included Max Duell, uh, Steve Anderson. Uh, Dan DePolis, Brian Ridge, and Max Meltzer with yours truly as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.